everybody. Welcome to Kira's Kingdom, the podcast where me and Mo Diggity talk about all sorts of Death Note. And it's the finale. It's over. This is the last one. Episode 40, our all grand finale. All sorts of Death Note that we talk about. Uh, <laughs> here's Mo Diggity, folks. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? And we've got some guests tonight for the final episode. Uh, he, and you know her, you love her. Hopefully she won't fall asleep this oh, time. Her, it's Jimmy Gloom. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ferris. <laughs> no. Wait, did you just save yourself? No, I, I forgot no, I forgot I, was, I forgot wasn't time. a guest. I thought I wasn't a guest. I forgot that I I forgot that I wasn't a host because I'm on your phone. I host so many podcasts with you. Like I'm stop not used to being a guest. But stop the game. <laughs> These are illegal votes. Um hi, I'm Demi Gloom. Uh follow me on Twitter at D-E-M-I-G-L-O-O-M. Uh you can find me on Instagram at D-E-M-I-G-L-O-O-M. Uh SoundCloud hey, hey, at hey. <laughs> uh it's also a buy buy shit for me because i'm poor and i need money for uh, uh i'm a i'm a trans woman with no parental support so give me money so i can buy starbucks okay um also here uh first time guest i believe the four uh the third guest to ever not be demi gloom on this show and the last uh the one the only ferris Oh, uh, did my mic cut out? Hello. Yeah, yeah, uh, your mic cut out a little bit. That ha- that yes, happens on hello, Discord. Hello, hello. Um, yeah, it's actually illegal to refer to anyone with gendered program pronouns in my presence. Damn, uh, unfortunate. You're all getting canceled. I'm leaking everything to Twitter. <laughs> We're all getting docs. Let's let's tell Mo about the bit now, and he's forced to participate in it. He can't opt out. He's he's a participant um, in this bit, whether he likes anyone, it or not. Anyone okay. who misgenders Ferris, uh, you have to pay twenty five cents per twenty five cents per misgender. Currently, I, <laughs> I of all people owe Ferris fifty cents. Riley, <laughs> me, owes me and Debbie both owe her. Fi- oh, oh, you just I owe them seventy five cents. Debbie owes them fifty cents. I can't. Riley tricked me into misgendering them because I've never, I've I've never like thought of Ferris as a as a she like even in my brain even before I even knew what the fuck their pronouns were, I've never ever thought of, I've never this is the first time I've ever thought or called them that because you fucking Riley keeps saying oh yeah Ferris she this she that fucking rewiring that my count? fucking brain <laughs> man no, that doesn't I, count. I, I, man I'm uh, quoting you. you. You know, I gotta tell you, this episode's gonna kill on Reddit. I can't wait to put yeah. this one on Reddit. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be good. We're gonna get so many updates. It's gonna be great. Reddit gold for fucking days. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I would like to point out that I, I warned Mo earlier. I was like, hey, our guest goes by they, them. Try not to fuck it up. And he responded, and I quote, lol, fuck your mom. <laughs> Yeah, and I gave Demi Gloom the proper response. Uh, let me let me go ahead and look it up real quick because okay. I did that just to spite is uh, uh, spite Riley. Uh, okay, hey Mo, yada yada yada, and, and uh, Demi gave me the whole rundown, and I I respond with I I. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, because you only gotta tell me, hey, thing with the thing and stuff, and I, I usually you know will get it until I get baked and forget. Luckily, this one wasn't exactly hard. 
Ugh, <laughs> Don't get your bank tomorrow. Or you're going to start building up quarters that you have to pay to Ferris on PayPal at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway, folks. So tonight uh, is our grand wrap-up show. Tonight we're just discussing all of Death Note as a whole and our opinions on the entire series. First of all, interestingly enough to point out, the reason why Ferris is here... They watched, like, the entirety of Death Note in a very short period in order to be here. Yes, this is true. How, how, much, how much time did it take you? How long was your Death Note watch? Honestly, it's kind of rookie numbers. It was, like, three days. Yeah, those are rookie numbers. I can do 16 hours of anime in a 24-hour period. Yeah, that imagine would... <laughs> sleeping instead of watching anime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, man, when I was uh, fucking watching, I watched two seasons of Fear of the Walking Dead back to back in like a few days. It was like I mm-hmm. think I got three hours sleep periods and stuff. So I know the grind. It's fucking awesome though. Mm-hmm. Unless your show sucks, like kind of Fear of the Walking Dead does. Then it's like, dude, what, what, what are you, what are you doing with your fucking time, man? Come All on, right, Mo Diggity. I'm taking your age multiplied by your IP address multiplied by your lack of bitch getting <laughs> multiplied by, or uh, sorry, divided by the amount of showers you've taken in the last month. And <laughs> it seems that we've arrived at the number of infinity. Whoa. Huh? I thought we would arrive by the, at the number of zero. Cause if you divide by zero, <laughs> then it's just nothing. <laughs> that's just true. <laughs> okay, so no, it's his his lack of bitch getting is off the charts. So, okay, what for liking Fear of the Walking Dead? Yes. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. So that's the problem. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go ahead and uh, concede to that point. There's well, nothing is really... maidenless. Yeah, I I am extremely maidenless. Like maidens do not talk to me. Like I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my winning personality or. The fact that Maybe you know, it's the just reeking of marijuana, just pure, yeah, not, unadulterated I'm not, smell. I'm not of... a fucking stupid pothead. I'm just a pothead. Like I, I'll, I'll not really like go into public stone because, like, I'll tell you one time, I kind of had a. You're, bad you're not going out in like that. bathrobes, like Trixie. Oh man, <laughs> I, I had to stop myself from doing that because I loved my robe so much, my Christmas robe. I was like, dude, I'm gonna wear this fucking thing every goddamn day. And then you know, like when I'm when I was uh, had to explain myself to a neighbor when I was taking my laundry to the washroom, and I just had my robe and some uh, like some underwear on, like no shirt because fuck it, I'm gonna rough deck it. And uh, uh, he was like, "Hey, that's a nice robe." I'm like, "Oh God!" And I I came back and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck am I doing with my life?" And like, I, all right, no more robes in public. Wear a jacket like a normal person. I have a tendency to embarrass myself in public. Annoying. Oh, oh, I'm sure that goes for everyone in this call. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm yeah. especially bad though. Like, uh, yeah. I, 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 oh, I got a thing. Oh, I got a thing of eggnog one time at the grocery store, and I went up to my mom because she likes company, right? And you know, I have nothing else better to fucking do. Don't even, don't even like try to like word this in a way that implies you don't live with your mother. At this I don't age. live with my mom. He's alone in a box. Okay, oh, yeah, that's right. at the time of the story, I, w- I was in like, I think I was 22, 23, maybe. And oh, so this is like, so this is like back in like um, the Hundreds Civil War, of right? Yes, yeah. yes, Civil War. Because we had eggnog back <laughs> in the Civil War and grocery stores with electricity. 
Yeah. But yeah, I grabbed it. I went, hey, mom, I got the eggnog. And everyone, like my mom didn't say anything. But the fucking crowd around here just started cracking up laughing. Wait, wasn't the and Civil I, War I, like in the 50s? It embarrassed me. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. The fucking 50s. Oh Maybe the 1850s. Oh, no. Are you trying to make me call you the R word? Are you thinking of World War II? <laughs> do, Riley, no, do you think... Nikki, <laughs> did you just say that the fucking World War II was in the fucking 50s? I think well, I'm I mean, thinking of uh, yes. I'm World thinking War II was in the fifties. I'm thinking Didn't of the World true, War II like end in like 1952. I'm thinking of the true like the last yes. act of the Civil War, which was the assassination of Martin Luther King. That happened in the fifties. <laughs> no, no, no. That was like no, no, no. In the sixties. No, no. Yes, the freed, the freed slave, Martin Luther King. Yes, no, MLK assassinated JFK, and then they used the CIA to bump him off at the freaking Hilton Hotel they were staying at. That's the that's goes deep. Yeah, Are we going to talk was... about fucking Death Note? Yes, hold on, there was one story <laughs> right, I so to There was a ragtime composer named Scott Joplin. No, no, no. no, no. Of... There, was some, there was just something I... Mo, Mo Diggity went on his story about his grocery store, we got into this whole tangent. I just wanted to say a very brief thing, is that... uh. uh you talk about bathrobes, and a monkey told a really funny story in the in the Patreon Discord today. Uh, he went to Texas Roadhouse uh, uh, with Ben Saint and Trixie back when he visited Trixie when he was part of the PCP, and Trixie was in a bathrobe, and Ben Saint stuffed his pockets with the free peanuts because he was so poor. Oh, oh my god. That's fucking rough. <laughs> I've done that before. I've stole toilet pa paper from a 7-Eleven before. Well, several times, really. I used to steal packs of cigarettes in the walk-in cigarette uh, getter thingy. The walk-in cigarette? What the, what the hell is that? I don't know what the fuck it's called. Cigarette it's where all the tobacco was. And they're like, hey, you know, do you want some free oh, you mean like You mean like where you uh, roll the cigarettes? No, no, no. Like straight up packs of smokes, like camels. Packs and of smokes? And shit. Yeah. Alright, so we're getting into Death Note now, um, and... <laughs> So a lot of this is going to be unstructured, like I didn't plan a format, uh, but there is something I do have planned. So even though it kind of feels out of order, I feel like we should do it first, just because it's solid and on a page. <laughs> uh, so I actually finished this just like 20 minutes ago. I procrastinated to hell on this. I was going to finish it on Friday, and then I didn't. And I was going to finish it earlier today, and then I didn't. <laughs> so I finished it like 20 minutes ago. Um, I have created, uh, the Kira's Kingdom document where I have tracked, uh, our favorite character and rating out of 10 for every episode. Um, and I have, so we're, we're obviously going to go around and talk about who our favorite character was, but I have the mathematical answer for each of us. So, well, not for Ferris and also Demi Gloom. It's kind of weird because she wasn't on every episode, but I did, I did count her characters up anyway, and I counted me and Mo's characters up. So. I kind of I, I was interested in that count. The count didn't turn out the way I was thinking, just based on like my once over like brain memories. <laughs> so, Mo, I want to I want to see if you guess right based on how how many favorite characters you think you've gotten. Who do you think was your mathematically favorite character? Like, who do you think you gave it to the most? Oh fuck! Uh... Maybe L. I think I might have given it to L a little bit more than I did to Light. You're right. Um, and also, 
Light is not even second place. You're, <laughs> really? Your first, yeah, your first place was L with seven. Your second place was Chief Yagami with six. Nice. Um, and Light, you only gave it to four times. Oh, okay, okay. And you gave it to Mellow three. You gave it to Rem, Watari, Matsuda, Mogi, Nier, and Mikami twice. Um, and you gave it once to uh, the Bus Jacker, Naomi, Misa. Yes. Only yes. once for Misa. Uh, only once for Naomi, which I was shocked. Uh, Weddy well, like, and yeah. Isaac. Well, I didn't. I didn't fall in love with Detective Waifu until like the until her demise. Like the, the next, the next, <laughs> the last one. No, the next to last episode. I think I. I thought it gave her back to back. No, uh, the episode like the first Naomi episode out of the two, you gave it to L. Oh, because I guess L did some shit in that episode too, and we <laughs> deemed it more worthy. Um, but as for me. Mine was not even a question. I knew who it was going to be, but I didn't know how much of a stomp it was going to be. And it turned out to be a pretty big stomp. Misa? <laughs> no, it was Light. Oh, God, you Light fanboy. And I gave it to Light 15 times. Goddamn. And the second place is L with six. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then it's Chief Yagami and Misa both have four. Matsuda and Nier both have two. And I gave it to Ryuk, Mikami, Aizawa, and Mello once. Which, Ryuk doesn't appear once on Moe's. Like, he never gave it to Ryuk. No, wait. no I must have given it to Ryuk at least. You gave it to Ryuk time. in the musical and in the 2017 movie, but I didn't count those. You didn't give uh, it to Ryuk in the anime. Musical? Yeah, it's not There bad. is a Death Note musical. It's, oh it's my actually, god. Yeah, if you watch it in the English subtitles, it's not fucking bad it's at fucking all. Well, it's fucking great. It's not bad. It's not bad. Mo, you give it a 10 out of 10. Well, I don't know. Like, shut up. Don't fucking call me out on my bullshit. Like, right, anyway, so Demi Gloom, her count is a little weirder, obviously, because she wasn't on every episode. Have but I the, given anybody my favorite character twice? More than once. Yes. Who do you think you give it is to it the most? Light. Uh, well, there's actually a tie in your case. You gave two people uh, light and L. Twice. Light and L. Nope, it's light and Misa. You only gave it to L once. Misa, really? I hate yeah. Misa. Well, you gave it to Misa twice, <laughs> so damn. A bit wrong. I think I think there was an episode like, where it very obviously there's an episode where it very obviously should have gone to Chief Yagami. Me and Mo gave it to Chief Yagami, and you were like, "I want to be different," so I'm giving it to Misa. I'm not and a contrarian. <laughs> Because it was the episode where Chief Yagami like uh, takes Light and Misa and says he's going to execute them, and then like oh, takes it. Yeah. Okay. Chief Yagami definitely owned that episode. I must. Yeah. Have been me and Mo were both like Chief Yagami, and you were like, I kind of, I want to give a different answer. So Misa, because she was like really funny in this episode. <laughs> Misa, oh, Misa was really funny in that episode. It was really silly. It was very Moe. Very out of character for the series. So I, I really did enjoy that. Um. I felt like she deserved props, you know, even though she might not have been the best part of the episode because it did have a legitimate impression. First of all, I guess. So we'll go into our favorite characters, I think, here, just because it's a a good conversation to have. So first of all, I want to hear Ferris's favorite character and why. And then we'll talk about whether me, Mo and Demi Gloom agree with our mathematical favorite characters. Uh, So Ferris, who is your favorite character? Um, This is this is really difficult. Uh, I did, for purely homosexual reasons, I did develop a bit of a, a Misa thing. Um, 
I don't know. I just I find I find her character very endearing. Uh, when Aizawa got his haircut, I thought he uh, he had a bit of a glow up. So um, yeah, I like I started liking him then. Uh, also, I just really appreciated he took more um, more of a leading role in the second half of the anime, and I just really liked that. Uh, L, of course, Mellow, um, gay icon. I <laughs> gay icon Mellow. Yes. yes, I agree. I I did not expect him to to walk onto the screen. Like I, I mean, I knew that the the creator of Death Note had some like pretty pretty homosexual character designs, but that's just it was another level. I really I think appreciate Light Yagami it. is a gay icon because Light and L were perfect little <laughs> gay boys. This is true. It's true. Uh, yeah, Chief Chief Yagami, he was uh, just always a really solid figure. Um, wow, I thought I you know, supported. I thought you said all cops were bastards. That includes Chief Yagami. <laughs> oh shit! No, no, oh, he quit. Shit. He quits being a, ch- a cop to investigate Kira against orders. <laughs> So he became base. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's there's some cops that I like. Um, they're a hopper. Only fictional cops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Robocop. Robocop is awesome. Does a cab include Batman? This no, because Batman. he's yes. a vigilante. No, he's Absolutely. a criminal vigilante. Yes, but he's like technically. It depends, it depends on it depends on which Batman, because some Batmans are much more cooperative with the police than others. Well, yeah, like 60s Yeah, but Batman, Batman has his own moral compass. He's not going to go beat up black people for fun like most police would. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... Okay, no, we're not having the cops up there. Right we, yeah, dude, Riley, you took that to a different place. I was just going to talk about, like, 60s Batman. Uh, well, that's where all cops are bastards come from. Is yeah, the but we were, like, trying to apply BLM. that to Batman. You know, Batman, does, you know, like his rogues gallery is kind of white and a little diverse, mostly with like Batman has a real moral people. compass. He's not corrupt. He doesn't he doesn't have an arrest quota. He doesn't need a black some, people for fun. He, he's not Batman, a cop. Though, Batman, there are some iterations of Batman throughout the comics and cartoons that simply defends the law as it's written and is totally cooperative with the police, making him functionally uh, a sort of police officer in a way. Yeah, but it's also Batman. I, I wouldn't really think that... The reason all ever... cops are bastard is because they're corrupt uh, and they don't defend the law as it's written. They defend no. the law as it's written only when it's oh, convenient for is, them. I, I'd argue that the law as it's written true. is corrupt. Correct, Demi Gloom. This is, this is why all cops are bastards. Because, because of shit like the 1994 crime bill, which is just like arrest everyone now, and that is the solution to all of our problems. That's shit like that being enforced now. See, I believe and cops, cops I believe- being obligated. Shut up, Demi Gloom. Okay. Uh, cops being obligated to enforce these these corrupt laws. That's that's why all cops are bastards. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like literally. And I might get in trouble for saying this. It's not like literally every like cop wakes up in the morning. And it's like, let's beat up. Let's indiscriminately arrest minorities today. Like, I think it's <laughs> like it's more of like a. A racist institution that these people are participating in that is naturally racist. It's not like 
these I don't that's why I don't like all cops are bastards because it has like the implication that every cop is just this fucking villain twirling his mustache waking up in the morning just wanting to just fucking murder and kill and just has a complete okay. understanding of how corrupt it is but like I think, okay, I think we just is, need Kira I feel in real like this life. is a conversation for a different time Okay, well, I will say one thing. I do also, though, however, despite all that, do believe that um, policing is a job that is attractive to very corrupt and morally unjust people. And that there is a large fraction of police officers that are... Oh, I get to uh, shoot criminals? Hell to, yeah, brother! Yeah. I mean, there's that. <laughs> and there's a lot, of, a lot of them are control freaks. A lot of people who are very obsessed with, uh, you know, having power. And people who want power for the sake of having power are... Uh, historically, you know, if you think about uh, famous people who wanted power and control, it's it, it's kind of a naturally corrupting force. The, the desire cop, to be powerful. Becoming a cop is just a free pass to bully people into adulthood. It's yeah, it's there's a lot of high school bully types that are like, I'm going to be a cop so I can beat people up for fun. Like, actually, but but. Maybe on a different podcast we could go more. All right, in depth. anyways, back to whether or not A Cab includes Batman, the real topic of this show. <laughs> this uh, is a Batman podcast a now. We talked about Batman last Batman. episode. Batman's I have kingdom. never liked a single Batman. <laughs> every Batman in every movie, every comic book, I've always just thought that he seemed like really egotistical and I don't know. Yeah, he's a I don't fucking like asshole. Him. I don't like him. I, I support the Joker and the Riddler. I think Paul Dano's literally me. The Joker is literally me. Listen, I love I love when like villains like the Riddler are like, oh my god, the people of Gotham have suffered for too long. I'm going to expose this corruption and oppression of our people, and then they decide to solve that by killing everybody, killing kill, just kill people. Like, so you believe that the Gotham City government has a. Uh, you know, systematically sort of uh, brought upon, brought suffering upon the lives of everyday people, the, you know, the non-wealthy, the non-elites. And then you just go around to solve this problem. You indiscriminately commit acts of violence against people. Just kill everybody. We're going to end the oppression of Gotham City by killing the people of Gotham. <laughs> Fucking There's genius. actually a whole, a whole reason behind that. And that's because a Are lot we talking of about the floodgates? Or are we talking about nat are we talking about the Riddler or how like villains are naturally written in this way? How villains are naturally written in this way. It's right. we could br- we mean, could bring this back to Kira too. Yeah. I mean it you can't have them make too much of a profound uh true statement about like society. You need it to you need to make them a villain somehow. You can't just have everyone be like, oh yeah, this this person's based. They need to do something really bad for them to still be a villain. Yeah, it's the most based vigilante there is. But oh my ob- god. <laughs> it's really obnoxious when they do that. They're like, all right, so we're going to create this villain that has an actual point, and we're going to make it like this, this clashing of intellectual titans, you know? Like, you're going to actually question whether or not the world is black and white, and whether or not white, it's like, as simple kill as kill FBI evil. agents with a smile like, on his face and like fucking yeah. <laughs> laugh as he sends a young girl to her suicide. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, okay, I'm supposed to morally question whether this character is right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And back to Death Note, 
Well, first of all, we're talking about our favorite characters. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I was about to say. Even... So, so uh, Ferris here just spent just listed like every main character and why they like them. Uh, I don't think they actually gave us an answer for favorite characters. So <laughs> you got uh, to uh, pick one. I like How many them points all. is a hesitant play? I I don't like light Yagami. Didn't Why? like this from the beginning. As um, a like as a human being, or like as a character in a piece in this game. I mean, I think that he's interesting as a character, but I just I he comes off as a, like a narcissist and a psychopath. Yeah, that's Obviously. how he's supposed to come that's off. His character. But he's, in, he's endearing <laughs> within the show for that reason. I yeah, see kind of when point. I when I heard the question, "What characters do you like?" I thought, "Like, what people would I buy a body pillow of?" And no, I gave uh, that no. answer. <laughs> Which character <laughs> do you like enjoyed? I, th- I, I mean, I think, talk about. I think me and Mo would be well. Mo would say uh, Detective Waifu. I would say Misa. Um, I don't Eric know. Eric doesn't know who Detective Waifu is. Detective Waifu is Naomi Misa, hey. the chick who yes. like kills. Yeah. Context clues. I can pick up. She didn't. She didn't need to die. You know, could have just let her go. But no, like Yagami's all like, "Well, I'm gonna kill you because I'm a little crybaby little bitch." Wah. No, stop! For the, I think you're like bending slowly away from your mic. You're getting like progressively quieter. Oh. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, he was all like, "Well, I'm going to kill you because I'm a fucking psychopath." You might tell people I'm me. Well, me. I'm a fucking dumbass. Well, right, the, the the gun is to your head now, Ferris. You got to fix somebody. Um. Uh. Oh shit. Uh. Aizawa? Maybe. Yeah. I think him. Okay. I I, him. That's an interesting answer. I, I can see it. Um, all right, so Mo, the math tells us that your favorite character is L. Do you agree with that? And if not, who is it? I still agree with it. I think that uh, some some uh, some other characters might have risen above and uh, risen in the ranks, though. I gotta say, you know, I I think it, I think uh, L and Chief Yagami are still number one and two. Uh, I think you're gonna put light even lower. <laughs> he's already uh, in the, the main character in third place. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, he's about to be in fourth because I liked Mellow more than I liked Light, and I liked Near more than I like uh, liked Light. You did give it so, to Mellow three times. You only gave it yeah. to Near twice. Well, yeah, that was only because there were other uh, characters that I wanted to give it to some some of the Near episodes. But yeah, you know, like a. Uh, I figured a top five would be L Chief Yagami, uh, fucking uh, 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 Mellow Near Light, Mellow Near Light. Yes. Interesting. Okay, so maybe uh, oh, you know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So Demi Gloom, your your math is obviously off, and I don't think you would agree with it. The math tells us your favorite characters are Light and Misa tied. I don't think that's the case. So who's your favorite character? My favorite character is L, man. Like. It's like it's like light and L like their dynamic is what makes the show for me. And I personally throughout the show rooted for L. Yeah. Um, I mean, by the time like he like made that girl like commit suicide, I'm like, yeah, OK, okay. like, you know what I mean? Maybe from a utilitarian standpoint. Maybe from a utilitarian standpoint, <laughs> Kira had a little bit of a point at the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Beginning like, at the beginning, he did have a point. It was when he, for me, it was when he killed Ray Penburn, the FBI agent. Oh. That's when he lost any like moral rightness for me. 
Yeah, well, I mean, because the first couple episodes, he's like, yeah, like arguable because it's like, okay, well, unfortunately, we're going to have to kill these people to continue saving the lives of the people that would be the lives that would be lost at the hands of these horrible people. Right. It's even even Lindell Taylor is a moment where it's like, okay, it's obvious he's not only righteous. He's like anybody who gets in my way also fucking dies. Fuck you. Yes, but this is his righteous. All right. I'm playing devil's advocate, by the way. I'm I'm not on team Kira, but (laughs) Kira light is saying here his from his perspective, he is on a a righteous quest to rid the world of these repulsive people. Right. You guys with me? Okay. Continue. Mm -hmm. In order to continue this righteous quest, he must sacrifice the lives of some innocent people like FBI agents. And as it was said, look, remember that the crime rate went down? There was a real world impact. There was a positive impact from his That's killing. true, but like there was there was much like more subtle way he could have killed the FBI agents than making Ray write their names down to fuck him out of an afterlife and then like looking at him with an evil grin as he died on the floor of a train. <laughs> Which is why I'm not defending him entirely. I just think that he slowly, like, he starts off on a righteous crusade, and then he sort of, like, slowly, like, it slowly deteriorates. Deteriorates? Deteriorate? I don't know. Um, It slowly uh, decays. His, you know, his righteousness slowly decays over the course of the show, and he just gets progressively more unhinged and evil. And that's what I fucking love about the show. I think it's, like, episode one, Akira, is, like, the most, like, yeah, this guy's got the right idea. He's fucking killing a bunch of scumbags, awful murderers, and rapists. It's like, fuck yeah. Kira. Oh, hold on. And then episode it two, sounds- he kills Lindell Taylor because he'd like talk shit. And then it's Ray Penber, and then it's Naomi Misa. It's like, okay, this is rough. <laughs> it was, the signs were there from the beginning, though. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure on episode one, he was like, I'm going to be the god of the new world. He did Stuff say like that. that. It's like, this he could have been a righteous of... god, though, at that point. <laughs> I feel like anyone who would self-identify as a god willingly. It's self-centered and obnoxious, but at the end of the day, it didn't change his mission. However, it was a sign. I, I, I agree that, that it was a sign that he would get ahead matter. of himself. Motivations matter, and his motivation, I would argue, wasn't to like rid the world of these terrible people. I feel like his motivation. He wanted to feel like he was the one making this change and that he was the one in power and in control. And he wanted to feel important. And that was, I believe that that was his motivation from the beginning. I don't think it was ever out of, of, like, actual hatred for If he he didn't have that God of the New World motivation, he could have done this without anybody even knowing Kira was real. Or, like, at least not knowing as much. This is true. Like, he could have just killed everybody in a different way just to, like, fuck with people's heads. And it's like... Even if they figured out that something was out there, there would be like no way to stick it down. So like yeah. I think it is it is pretty amazing though how like the detective methods like they shock you throughout the show. Like how they're like we broadcast this only in Japan or whatever. To, and that, so now we know you live in the the fucking Kanto region. It's like holy shit. Like I I would never would have thought of that, but this is fucking amazing because like it's such like simple to un- like easy to understand detective work but also like fucking genius in a way i know you I don't appreciate this as much demi gloom but the fucking well there's so many big shock moments for me in death note i think one of my one of my biggest though is just like the whole like not the yotsuba arc in in terms of yotsuba itself but the yotsuba arc in terms of holy shit light is using the truth as a lie 
like he's forgotten everything on purpose and he's fucking yeah. he's fucking up L's whole investigation because he just doesn't remember anything and it's fucking crazy. See, I that that part it kind of went off the rails for me because it feels like the author is just changing the rules to make things like work better i don't know they didn't change I'm, the rules at all they followed the rules it, of the letter what rules roles. did they change they said they said roles oh i thought you said rules sorry i did say rules oh okay um, i'm, but, I'm the mean, stupid one sorry <laughs> uh but uh it felt like things were getting unnecessarily complicated i don't know i just I, things lost lost their charm for me once we started getting into the ceo shit there was yeah, so much charm in that arc. Like, the really? Yotsuba... Yotsuba's, like, stupid. Like, I don't like Yotsuba, which I know Mo disagree with, disagrees with. But I like everything else about that arc. I like seeing Good Boy Light, like, question the morality of Kira. I like seeing his whole grand plan come to fruition to fuck over L. It's fucking crazy! I love the Yotsuba arc for every reason except for Yotsuba. <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked the Yotsuba group just fine. I thought it was really cool. Uh, it it wasn't like the most uh, effective, and it sort of did like stop, like full stop with the Yotsuba group in some spots, and that that kind of aggravated me a little bit. I thought that could have been done a little bit better, but the uh, I thought the payoff was totally worth it, and I, I still enjoyed it. We, we we did get to see you know Watari uh, be a badass and you know take down a, what was it Ide. Not Ide. Nope. Ide's uh, part of the task force. It was uh, Jir, Jir, Pikachu. Jir, I'm sorry. Pikachu. Thank you. Pikachu. With the fucking eye. Pikachu. <laughs> Zimbabwe. But no. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I liked it a whole lot. I, I liked the uh, the Yotsuba group uh, arc. Real quick, yeah. I never I never had my moment. So let me take the stage and say I do agree with the math here. Like usually. I've had this epiphany lately where, like, it used to be when I was younger, I would always glom onto a character who was not the main character. But now, like, I look into, like, those franchises and I'm like, yeah, the main character is my favorite. Like, another example is Sonic the Hedgehog, where, like, as a kid, I was, like, big into, like, Knuckles and Shadow. But now, I like, for the last couple of years, I've looked into it. I'm like, yeah, Sonic's obviously my favorite fucking character. And he probably always was. I just didn't want to feel like a fucking normie. But... <laughs> Uh, Sonic is Sonic is obviously my Sonic favorite is character. the most Sonic is like the least interesting character in Sonic. No, he's good. He's good. No, the fuck he isn't. This is Cope. <laughs> it's he's not hot. Cope. He's hot. Okay, yeah. One of my first. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. No, I'm calling an audible here. We we are not getting into this realm. All right, let's let's move on. But it's the Next. same case. It's the same case with Death Note, where it's like, yeah, there's so many cool supporting characters here. But obviously, Light's my favorite character. Light's fucking awesome. Like, he's awful. He's a villain. He's not a good guy. But he's fucking amazing to watch. I love him. I love watching I love watching his triumphs. I love watching his failures. I love watching everything pertaining to Light Yagami. He's such an interesting character. I love his arc throughout the whole show. Fucking based. Love Light Yagami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, but this is the real question. Who who would he vote for? Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, oh my just, god. <laughs> he would just kill the fucking, you know, both candidates and just like rule over as uh, as Kira. He'd probably vote for like John McAfee. <laughs> oh, oh god, no, no he would not. He'd probably end up voting, oh god. 
just he vote for a random president, kill uh, Mitt Romney, use the Death Note to control them for twenty eight days, and like set things up in his favor, and then have them die. You guys think Light Yagami is a conservative? No, he no, I'm not kidding. Just, he's maybe he's kind be of funny. <laughs> maybe it'd be funny to watch him like vote for Mitt Romney or something. He writes Mitt Romney's you... name on the ballot, like he writes in the death note, like very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What if he puts he swaps the ballots at a polling place? <laughs> Which pages the from the death note? Oh, oh shit! What? <laughs> so everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they just kill every candidate holy shit oh. Oh, that would be like that honestly would be like really fucking funny wait what if two wait wait what if two people have death notes and they both try to kill the same person at the same time oh Whoever then they have to do first. a red robin uh thumb war match and best two out of three that's the one that, that's how they die actually i think there's a death note rule about that i think that they might have literally said if you write two names uh, in two the the same one name and two death notes simultaneously, it just doesn't work. And also, if you misspell the uh, the the name, I think three or five times. I think it was three. They become uh, immune to the death. It's four times. It's between the oh, two. Four times. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, are they eternally immune to all death notes or just that death note? I don't know. It's never made clear. I don't think. So, like, if I had a death note, could I make myself immune to the death? No, note? no, no. Because if you do it on purpose, it, you die. They they have an agenda. Wait, they said they specified if you yeah, misspell if you, if you it on purpose. If you do it on purpose, you die. If you misspell it on accident four times, they become immune. But if you do it on purpose, you die. Damn, I guess uh I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a joke about somebody who has a name that's hard to spell. I don't I don't know. Insert person's name who's hard to spell here. Uh, I'm not killing them anytime soon. <laughs> joke it over. Kinda, it would be kind of funny if you tried to get over that loophole by giving that to your friend and goes, you tell them. Listen, I need you to spell my name three times, but each time, uh, each time, uh, uh, misspell it. Okay. No, no, well, that would be, be on purpose. Yeah. Oh, so that that that's still that that there there's no you, 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 you could frame it in a different way. Like if you had a friend that was really stupid and didn't know how to spell, you could just say, "Hey, write my name in this three times." Could and you? That's could not you lie really on purpose? Could you tell them that your name is pronounced or spelt a different way than it actually is, and then if they write it wrong, are you immune? I don't know. It's hard to pin down what the loopholes would be in this regard. You know what? Fuck it. Fine. Next uh, next episode, we're going to get Ryuk on as a guest, and we're going yep. to fucking ask him, you know, like uh, what the rules are and like what the loopholes are and stuff like that. I don't think Ryuk even knows about this shit. Just go to like Willem Dafoe's cameo page and pay him like $5,000 to like say a whole podcast worth of things. <laughs> we script the whole podcast. <laughs> It's like these kids always spent fifteen dollars on this shit. I'm getting robbed. It's like it's like fifteen dollars per like twenty words or something. So it's like I'm paying him like thousands <laughs> for like a whole podcast. Um, but hmm. All right. So we talked about our favorite characters. We got a, a bit into the Yotsuba arc. Uh, so I guess. Here's the real question, right? Because I wanted to discuss this as Mo specifically. We're just kind of jumping all over the place, which I think is fine. But I want to know, having seen it all, because I've, I've asked him this at a couple different checkpoints, but now having seen it all, Mo, do you at all sympathize with the stupid fucking normies who don't understand Death Note that don't like the second half? Uh, 
no, I don't understand like the hatred for the second half at all, man. I mean, there's there's points where it it uh, you know uh, dips in quality a little bit, but uh, there I've never had an episode where I was like I never want to watch the show again or this is like four really shitty episodes in a row or anything like that. You'd always I would always just wait a few minutes. And or like a way to like maybe an episode or two, and it usually like uh you know picks back up in quality. I don't think I ever gave an episode lower than a seven. In yeah, this you never you never went lower than a seven. Show. I never went lower than a seven point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, the key is just patience and just not being a dick about it and accepting the fact that this is anime. And your favorite character is probably going to die in a real fucked up, horrible fashion. L is sort of a, an exception to the rule in, in a sense that he died quickly. Most don't. That's, that's fair enough. Some get fucked to death by goblins and tentacles, okay? But oh I'm my not, god. This is, this oh, is a good... No. This, is, this is a good death. This is a solid death. This is a, a death deserving of light. I think I think Ferris wanted to say something about the second half. My God, um, hey, it's not yeah. my fault. Anime's degenerate. I didn't say like, hey, go get fucked to death by goblins. Whoa, uh, yeah. that's 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 Japan's fault. You want to take it up with the nation of Japan? Uh, you could probably ask PewDiePie how to get into Japan, and he'll like point you to the right places. Can I talk to Emperor Hirohito? Uh, you'll you'll have to get on their uh, itinerary. I heard there's a waiting time of like several years. All right, Ferris. Ferris said something to say about the second half. Go. Oh yeah. Um, I'm. It's cool that I'm the only person maybe in this podcast that uh didn't like the second half. You guys just like. Oh, I didn't like completely the second half either. On me. You just called me a dickhead, a stupid normie. You're you're all um, anybody who doesn't like the second half is a stupid fucking normie yeah. who doesn't understand the point of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone um, who doesn't like the second half of Death Note is a woman, okay? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that counts. Put another tally on. <laughs> Fine. It was worth it. Tally me banana. Eli go Sorry, I just felt like <laughs> now we both work. owe them seventy five cents. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, didn't like the second half of the anime. I think it was, I mean, it brought it back on the last episode for me. I loved the last episode, but thank um, you. At least you're at least you're based enough to appreciate the finale. the The last episode was beautiful. I wouldn't have changed a single part of it. I, Thank you I loved so it. much for being so based. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, I think part of what I really, really enjoyed about the first half of the anime is I just really, I love deductive reasoning type stuff. And I felt like some of what was so cool about the deductive reasoning was lost when we got into these like convoluted fantasy rules. Um, I mean, the fantasy rules are what made it so cool in the first place. But once once it got to like, oh, now he's not Kira, and now we're going back and forth, it just kind of... Well, when we say second half, we're actually referring to the last third. You, people just usually call them halves. We're talking about like the Nier and Mellow arc. <laughs> uh-huh. I like Nier and Mellow as characters. 
Um, but but near is literally like, just L. Yeah. No, you have to appreciate the subtle nuances of Nier's character. They're similar, but you have to appreciate the subtle differences. Just like, like oh, they happen to be similar, so they're the same fucking character. Nier is more childlike. Like he's, he's more childlike. He has different ma mannerisms. It's it's mm -hmm. you. You appreciate the subtlety. But his role they're, they're in the similar. Kira investigation is the same. Yes. People, and it's okay. Let me let me make this point. His logic, his analysis and logic of Kira. Is the same Shut the fuck up. I've been waiting to make this point for like the entire podcast. And if I okay. forget, I will kill myself. <laughs> and by the entire podcast, I mean all of Kira's kingdom. Okay. So Death Note in its second half is a different show. And I feel like people cannot make that distinction. And they have a uh, they have a, something against the second half because they cannot make that distinction. The first 25 episodes of Death Note are an intellectual battle between two intellectual titans, Light and L, as they play a cat and mouse game and try to catch each other. That is not what the second half is. There is a cat and mouse game between Light and Nier, but that is not the focus. The focus is the downfall of Light Yagami, this character yeah. who now for years has been lying and manipulating to everybody. He's built up a huge god complex, a my gigantic ego, and we see it all come tumbling down as these two like punk kids just trying to prove that they're better than each other completely topple all of his years of careful planning, and he fucking crumbles. And like at the in the end, he's like crying as a pulp on the floor, fucking bleeding out. And and he's just like, what do I do now? And it's like, he just completely falls. And that's what the second half is. It's this beautiful tapestry that leads to the complete downfall of Light Yagami. And that's why I fucking adore the second half of Death Note. And anybody who doesn't should die. <laughs> God damn, that's, that's fucking dark, man. It felt like you hesitated on that last bit, but went Good through it with anyone. Good guy. And anyone who disagrees with me, <laughs> pursue a gender transition and then kill yourself so you can add to the growing transgender suicide rate. Why? Wow, that's really messed up. See, like, when I make these... When I make when I make Demi these Gloom jokes has and the then 41% pass, straight. When I when I make these jokes and then you laugh, I feel like uncomfortable. It's like no, you you weren't supposed to like that was a me joke. And then I remember then I remember all like the racist jokes that I laugh at from like black comedians. And I'm like, yeah, it's the same fucking thing. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Going second half of like Bill burring somebody. I I disagree with the beautiful tapestry part. I feel like I feel like the bones were there. But I didn't get enough meat. I didn't get enough meat on those bones. I felt like it could have been it, it could have been better executed. I love the a last vegetarian. episode. Yeah. You don't even well, eat meat. Kind of. Almost. I eat poultry and fish. Hell yeah. Now we're talking about my dietary habits. Um, Let's talk about eating disorders. <laughs> Let's no, trigger shut the fuck everyone. Uh, Let's just try but... and like trigger everyone. Like everyone listening right now should have a complete mental breakdown by the end of this episode. Yeah, no, hold on. I, I, I want to ask for hell yeah, hell yeah. I want to ask for clarification first because I was going <laughs> to jump right to the defense, but maybe I misinterpreted your point. So please clarify what you mean by there being no meat. Um, I don't know. See, what part of what made. Death Note, so interesting for me, was, like, the deductive reasoning and the clash of intellectual titans. And it just got, like, 
like the episode where it's like we're kidnapping this girl and bringing her to an underground bunker and then there's a helicopter but we blew it up and now there's a rocket and it's like I don't think that rockets in helicopters blowing up are is the cool part about Death Note. It just like it didn't hit home for me. But okay, so here's the same thing, right? Like there's obviously action during the L arc. Like there's the stuff during Yotsuba, there's the mostly during Yotsuba. But even during those action scenes, there's always like the undertone of Light and L's battle. And in the same coin, in the second half with Nier and Mello, there's always the undertone of the downfall of Light Yagami. Like, when, when all this, like, crazy kidnapping missile shit happening, we see Light, like, fucking... The, the Mo and Demi don't even agree that this is the case, but I, I'm, I fully believe it's true. We see Light, like, start to crumble as he realizes, like, oh, shit, I'm being put in a position where I might have to kill my sister and father, and I don't know if I can handle that. Like, the way he, like, people, you don't agree with me on this scene. It, it fucking makes me mad. But the way he, like, stares at himself in the bathroom mirror with the sink running and is like, oh, my God, I might have to kill my sister. Like, it's not, oh, I'm just factually stating that I might have to kill my sister and I don't give a fuck. He, like, ghosts Misa in the middle of a conversation, goes and stares at himself in the mirror in the bathroom. Who ghosts like, Misa, fuck. though? She's annoying. Of course, who wouldn't ghost Misa? But the fact that like don't he was he was in the middle. Misa. Don't say that about Misa. Don't say not not my waifu. Fair enough. See, he was, when he, I he was in the I middle of talking so. to Misa, he ghosts her. He walks into the bathroom, turns the sink on, and like has this look on his face. He's like, if this goes wrong, I might have to kill my sister. And it's like this whole fucking big moment. And like I said, I made the uh, whole. Let me go ahead and do this point real quick. Um, he, uh, I made the point that give him enough time he'll find any way to justify or rationalize the uh the, the death away he might feel guilty at that moment but just like in the end the very last episode of death note he called his father a fool and he didn't seem to have any empathy or any sympathy that his dad died anymore i think it's all very fleeting i think he ends up getting over right. really really quick but ultimately like i said you give him enough time He's just going to go back to, oh, well, he's just another fucking, uh, uh, you know, a cog in the machine. Well, and also his thing is not like, oh, my God, like I he says I'm I might have to kill my father and sister in the sense that it, it's a complete given that he's going to choose that over sacrificing his mission. Like that's he true, finds, and he says it default. that way, but that doesn't mean that's actually what he means. Like in that thinking in those situations is more nuanced than you're making it out to be. He's saying I might have to kill my sister, but what he really he just because he says that doesn't mean that's actually what he would choose in the moment. It's just like he has to go through the mental like gymnastics of like oh shit for this to go this way I would have to kill my sister. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's no moral quandering. I mean, well, right. I didn't say there was no yeah. moral quandering. I'm just saying that, like, the way he phrased it was in such a way, like, from the standpoint of the, you know, the show must go on. This is a mission. This mission is prioritized over the lives of my family members. And the way he said it heavily implied that that was his mission, rain or shine, and that if he needed to kill his family then so be it like maybe it would be it would be uh emotionally detaining but it would it was a necessity the way he, he presents it as a necessity not as a an evaluation of two options oh i didn't get i didn't get all those feelings i see at 
this might make this might make you mad, Riley, but I I don't think Light on his own was interesting enough, like for me to like see all of this and for me to get all this emotion out of like I don't know. Well, here's here's the thing, Ferris. You're smart and Riley isn't. So Riley can like look up to Light in a way that. Uh, all right, Demi and Ferris are both banned. <laughs> this is the we're going back to how it all began. Just me and Mo <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> get these intellectual fucks <laughs> out of here. Get, get out of here. Get out of here. Yo, you're not helping your case for being an idiot by using the word intellectual like in a derogatory sense. <laughs> <laughs> you intellectual yeah. liberals. You yeah. intellectual liberal cucks. Get out of here. Get out of here, Leotard. <laughs> you know, We're you send them to college anime. and then suddenly they don't like the second half of Death Note. <laughs> hey, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> but anyway, they call my dresses for you <laughs> or Rem. Uh, we all just agree. F- you know what? I'm just going to change the topic here just for a second. Okay. We all just agree that Rem is special needs in Death no! Note. No, stop bringing what? that. It's so stupid. No, no, no. She, she fucking is, man. Hello, Light Yogami. Don't do this. Like, dude, I'm I'm waiting for her to fucking slap the helmet on her head. I just think I don't think she's disabled. I think she's just transgender. Yes. Yes. Rem is trans. We agree on this. You sure? Rem is trans male to female. No, no, because she's she's played by a very hot cis woman in the musical. Look, okay. That's cis washing, okay? (laughs) This right here, (laughs) this this trans woman, that is the voice. Of a uh, of uh, assigned male at birth person trying desperately to sound. Okay. She was gay for Misa at least. Oh but yeah, you're saying her voice. The, woman, the woman is doing that voice. It wasn't the voice for me. It was just like I want to believe this just as a treat. You you just know there was definitely there was a night we didn't see where Rem got her fingers in places they don't belong. Um. <laughs> Consensually, consensually. <laughs> Let me finger bang you, Misa. Oh right, God. That's fucking gross. She's got fucking waiters <laughs> on. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Next them, them, maybe them shitty so, Gavi got them magic fingers. I don't know. Okay, shut the fuck. <laughs> they got that magic sex gun. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> The magic There's gotta be a gun. porno made of this called the Spooge Note or something like a parody. Spooge Note. Spooge <laughs> Note. Now, fuck notes like too like obvious, like you know, or like sex note or something. No, it's, yeah. gotta be, it's gotta be like Spooge Note. That's funny. Poochie Note. That sounds like sp- Spooge <laughs> Note. Sounds like a, a porn site. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> what, what, we, we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> this is my million dollar like- idea. Fuck podcasting. We're doing porn now. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're founding spoonnote.com. <laughs> all all the money that I got from people who uh Donated to for, to support my gender transition. It's actually going to splooge note. All the all the money you got for the copyright claims that have been set out for your song <laughs> yeah. outer space uh, is is the domain available? Splooge.com. Note. Dot. The site can't be reached. I think that usually means the domain is yeah. available. Yeah. Oh, God. 
create Unless it's like 8chan.org. For some reason, nobody. Oh, God. <laughs> How the fuck do you get on 8chan? <laughs> I don't know. Why stay off 8chan? That's one chan I'm not going to. Yeah, Mo just says the N word on 4chan. It's a neat 8chan. Yeah. No, I don't. You can't prove that. <laughs> Mo says the N word on 4chan every day. He just, like, no, as soon you as he's done with the podcast. That. No, you it's like that. I love it's like the scene. It's like the scene where um uh light is like quick it's like the, the montage of light like writing names in the writing death the, note, but it's just the N word. It's Mo writing the N word. Oh god. Yeah, we, maybe we should do like a fucking death note parody where you guys finally like find out. We found it, Mo. Your gamer word thing. You're like a spoogebot sixty nine four twenty blaze it. We got you cornered now, and then I start this laughing. I just said like a, all the N words. We, we just we need a video of you. We need a video of you like furiously typing and laughing evilly, and I'll have Jason like uh, edit in like montages of like 4chan text boxes being filled with the N word. Of course, you you blur out most of the word, but you know uh, it'll, it'll be conveyed. It ends all over the place. <laughs> Should I do the fucking pen stroke thing whenever I press the R? Speaking of 4chan, <laughs> isn't? <laughs> Isn't 4chan literally in Death Note? Doesn't he like literally I mean, go like on 4chan at one point? There's like the yeah, Kira like, forums. No, I don't they know if they're 4chan. Exactly like 4chan. <laughs> oh yeah, well like 4chan was uh, made right around the time that Death Note was made. 4chan came oh. out in 2004, I think, or 2003. And Death well, Note aired in 2005-2006. Demi Gloom, the manga came out in 2004. Oh. I will see your 4chan release date. <laughs> Yo, when did Fortran drop? <laughs> In a, a 2003. It's as old really? as me. Damn, you're stuck in age. Never, yeah, I never I'm 19 guys. until 2008. Crazy. Our uh, Fortran didn't really like gain its cultural identity until around like 2006, I would say. At least yeah, from what I know. That's right around the time I heard rumblings and started seeing memes from. An unidentified place called B. I was like, "What the uh, fuck is a B?" And I was like, "I don't know. I can't. I'm too poor to afford internet. I don't know why." When I was like, too "Where young, are you seeing memes? Were they printed out for you?" No, people just saved them on their hard drive and phones and shit. It wasn't as yeah. good. The quality was shit. But you know, every once in a while, you'll get like, I there was still, it was still when fucking uh, message boards were prevalent and like chat IRC and chats that. and shit. Nah, we we gotten over our IRC and perch and uh, and all that. Uh, it was on like uh, political forums and stuff, and like you know, like uh, you go to uh, majorgeeks.com or something, and you check out their forums over there, like places like that. That was back in the old days. Do you you remember when the first meme was ever made? It was printed in the newspaper in the year nineteen twelve. I cannot. Wasn't that thing realist? What did you say? Wasn't it the thing? I, I know what you're talking about. I'm making I'm a joke, but I, I, I know that so... memes existed in newspaper before the internet. Hold on. <laughs> when thou mother... Do you know, holy shit, I, I, I'm speaking of memes, I had like a very long conversation with my mother last night, and I found, she like posts like girl boss shit on her Facebook all the time, she like shares oh, it God. from like girl boss meme pages, and she was calling them memes. <laughs> Oh, like, the <laughs> it, I was like, it's meme, kit. mom. It's not Mimi. 
I'm I, I, I stalk your mom's Facebook page all the time. It's funny. <laughs> get off my mom's Facebook page, Demi Gloom. Get out of there. Yeah, I'm she's trying to trying, find her. Yeah, she's trying to uh, find the the right moment in which to strike your mom in her butt. <laughs> you, you didn't have to specify, like. <laughs> yeah, I think we got the premise. <laughs> Thank you, Mo. That was a joke. Riley's mom has got, got it going. Got it going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mom. What I was thinking of is the best gorilla joke of 1897. Gorilla, did you hear about the gorilla who escaped from the zoo? Zookeeper, no, I did not. Gorilla, that is because I am a quiet gorilla. I love that Muffled joke so much. Of gorilla violence. I love that joke. <laughs> wait, that wait. joke is so Can great. Can you read the last name, last line again? Riley's loud, obnoxious voice. Just I, I mm -hmm. couldn't hear the last of it. Muffled sounds of gorilla violence. Really? Did it have like asterisks? It's it's in uh, brackets, uh, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's, that really is a gorilla violence. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> it's like that's like one of those like really stupid like jokes that like you just laugh every time you hear because it's so silly. Yeah. Hey, did you I guys, did you guys hear about funny. that? One, did you guys hear about that local zoo? Just a, this is an awful no. place. There's a, there's only one animal, just one dog. It was a Shih Tzu. Uh, ah! uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Riley, you make me want to quit podcasting and everything on the internet. <laughs> if hey, I can Riley, kill the Mo Diggity brands, it'll be worth it. <laughs> With who, who one fail strike. Riley, who is this? <laughs> what have you sent me, Demi Gloom? Who is this? Are you trying to like th threaten me like an internet <laughs> hacker? Who is this? Is this your uncle or your dad or what? That's my brother. That's your Demi brother? Oh yes. My God. Demi, Demi doxes Riley live. <laughs> 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 Demi, Curious game is where you're going for. Is... Said... My name is Riley Hartwell. <laughs> Riley Hartwell. Riley Hartwell <laughs> exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> Riley Riley Hartwell, like oh. I live on Negro Arroyo Lane, and this is my story. Albuquerque, Florida. When, when there's Demi, an Albuquerque in Florida? No. no. <laughs> oh. When Demi said, "Who is this?" I immediately the first thing that came to my mind was like, "Did she just send him her the IP or his IP or like his home address or something?" <laughs> she sent me a picture of my brother. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Is this your family hostage? <laughs> it's a yeah. It's a picture of his brother, like brutally beaten, <laughs> mouth taped, tied up. <laughs> I was like, "Who this?" <laughs> <laughs> look who I found! <laughs> hey, yo, look who I caught working at Walmart. <laughs> I think when politicians and corporations get a hold of memes, the memes end up dying. And it fucking sucks, especially when I'm really enjoying it. Then all of a sudden it just gets cut down like so many younglings in front of Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> all, right. all right, we're gonna... Okay, here's my ultimatum here. We're having fun with tangents. Uh, I have to pee. And when I get back, we're gonna start talking about Death Note again. So please talk about whatever you want while I'm gone. <laughs> All right, let's right. talk about Riley. I'm going to also get Riley. water. Ugh.
Now, now to me and Mo, the, the two most boring hosts of the show, have to talk. Oh yeah. Oh great. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, Vosh. Why do you hate Vosh so much? Oh, because he's a fucking dingus, and I hate his fucking shit. Like, it's like, all how can how can one one man just have all the worst takes in the world? Back to back to back to back to back all Can the you name, time. Name a take of his that you disagree with. Not right now. <laughs> Why? Well, because I haven't been thinking about him in a while. You kind of put me on the spot. I have nothing prepared. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, like, I, I, I don't know. It's like sometimes, like, if I'm really looking for, like, good leftist representation, I think the, I, I, I think that he's, like, fucking, uh, 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 napalm hot, and like he's he can't be like this is like not the the guy that you'd want to go for like decent leftist representation. And Destiny's not either. In fact, I wouldn't. I I can't say that if I were looking for that. Like I don't know, maybe Stardust, but like uh oh god, everyone I else though. Stardust is great though. She's really fucking awesome, and she shits all over everyone and uh. She, I, I love how she does call a lot of people out on their bullshit, and how uh, even though she uh, interviews really controversial fucking people like Nick Fuentes and known fucking douchebag uh, Richard Spencer, I mean, people need to know who these fucking people are, or else no one's going to have any idea when they start running for Congress, like who these fucking people are. Because I, I do think that someone like Richard Spencer. Is just trying to get people to forget who he is, you know, like in Charlottesville and all the fucking nasty, evil shit that he's done. He's banking on people like uh, uh, buying into his uh, uh, Democrats' good uh, image. So when he yeah. does run for office, people will forget that and he'll get into power. And then that's when we, because we're we're already starting to see a lot of American first groiper types running for office, and people are receptive to their message. And uh, that's how they're going to get in. Like, you're going to see a complete replacement of the Republican Party uh, through these people. I, I think the Mitch McConnells and, and all those types, they're going to be out a lot sooner than we think. Give it the next five years. We'll probably see at least like a good quarter of uh, at least the Republican Party. This America is how you choose first, to spend but... your time. This is, this well, we, is how we you actually started. We, we started talking about it. We started talking about it, and we so well. We started. I, I guess I started talking about like is Ferris back positive, yet. I started talking about positive leftist representation online, and I pretty much told her that I think maybe I can think of one, but the rest of them are like God. I, I would. I don't know if I can. I really like people. <laughs> I really like Vosh and what he stands for, but like he's completely ruined his career. Uh, and part of it's his fault, and part of it is the fault of just slander and libel um mm -hmm. i think somebody who i can reliably look to for leftist content would be contrapoints i think she um obviously she doesn't like do debates or anything but her i think her video essays are very objective and informal while also uh illustrating uh things from a leftist standpoint and I, I think she's just really good faith and likable as a person to all people, unless you're literally just like, don't even want, unless you literally won't listen to what a trans woman has to say, which is a lot of conservatives. She is um, very digestible content. 
And my thing with Vosh is his content is not digestible at all. You kind of have no, to it's be not. like, you kind of, if you're to be a Vosh fan, you kind of have to like dig into the iceberg a little bit before you can even like, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm so, I'm so intellectual that I can understand Vosh. What I'm saying is like Vosh's content. It's like, you just kind of have to be in that circle to appreciate uh, and understand his, a lot of his rhetoric, um, at least aside from his debates. Well, yeah, and uh, I guess uh, uh, first off, ContraPoints is the one that goes, let's Irish up this coffee. Is that that one? Uh, I think so. I haven't even oh, okay. watched her in so long. Yeah, she her stuff is okay. I'm just, uh, you know, some of these people, they're just too left-wing for me. And because, uh, like, you start getting that horseshoe fucking thing where, or a pendulum, maybe that would be the better, uh, uh, bleh, better example, I guess. But uh, yeah, you you start getting too far to the left, and then I'm like, all right, maybe I should go to the right a little bit here. I'm like, oh, that went too far to the right, too far, and all that. So, I guess like, I guess I'm just like picky politically who I I, I like. Do you have like, like online? Uh, I try to. Oh shit! Hold on, my audio input. But um, do you have like a political like figure online, like a prominent uh, political voice that you look up to, gen- like generally that you agree on? agree with on most issues dick masterson I'm here by the way oh no 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 i, I <laughs> no dick was no, no, funny no, no, for no a little more. while now the ferris is here done back to death though <laughs> no, <laughs> well, that know. was a really interesting question i was trying to think do you, have, do you have an answer mo uh well right now i really like stardust i think she's fucking cool and we talk a whole lot me and her and her uh uh her community so like I think that's what I like the most is like when when there's a an ability to talk back to some of these people because like a lot of them they're they're too big five you uh, for a lot of them and right now she's sort of at that ground level to where I can like have an actual for real person to person combo with I think that's what I enjoy the most uh, the other ones though sometimes I kind of think they. Uh, they like to straddle the fence, so to speak, and wait till there's like a for sure winner to an argument. You know what I mean? And I'll go ahead yeah. and stop there. I think um, I haven't seen a lot of uh, what, what the fuck uh, Stardust's content. In fact, I think I've I've only consumed her rhetoric, and I guess I've only like heard her through debate panels with Vosh and Destiny. But she always. Um, seemed pretty likable and digestible especially for uh she's she's a left she's a leftist right uh, yeah more or less like, but she's got she's got a like a little bit of a libertarian bent to her like a little bit leftist libertarian is she more is she more like, of a like capitalist like no she she is like 100% into capitalism uh this uh, is where the democrat comes out in her yeah she's no into, capitalism's gay no she's into super into capitalism she's super into uh America being the dominant military power because she's scared of uh, all the other all the other countries like Russia and China and all that and looking at it from that perspective that's that's easy to understand and uh she's, she just wants she's, to carpet bomb Iran she loves it she cheers loves it. I don't I don't know if she's pro war she's pro military America being dominant military but I don't know if she's exactly pro intimidating like Russia and China. She's Wait, not- you were being serious? I thought you were like Oh my god. <laughs> no, like she is. Like I, I don't I don't I, I don't uh 
then again, I haven't exactly uh, been able to talk to her about like if she's pro or anti-war in general yet, because I don't think that's come up. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it, it's it, it's kind of normie stuff. Like she's very she's uh, she likes Nancy Pelosi, which I don't know how the fuck you could be a pro Pelosi uh, person in in this the day of our the year of our Lord current year. And uh, she stumped for Amber Heard during the J- uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard court case thing. Wait, she was no, she was we're not talking Amber about Heard. No, 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 no. We're, we're not talking about Amber Heard. So many reasons why I right, don't want to talk about, about it. We give us uh, each uh, three uh, hours, though. It's Debbie Gloom and most 20 seconds. They don't get any, and I give them to Ferris. I want to hear a full minute of what Ferris has okay. to say. Ferris. <laughs> Everyone, shut the fuck and up. And then I get Ferris 20 seconds do. to respond. Okay. Okay. Ferris, the floor is yours. Give your Amber Heard Johnny Depp take. Objection. Honestly, to a bunch of whole... uneducated people who have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Please continue. Um, the whole, just the fact that the whole thing was televised, I think, was a mistake. I think that yeah. this should have been this was something that should have been resolved just person to person. Uh I mean being in court is fine obviously, but uh it uh, there's a huge amount of evidence of like botting and a lot of people are getting all of their information about it from like 20 second clips where people are like, "Oh, hey, Amber Heard's sister knows what side she wants to be on." And it's just like it's all s- seems so manipulative, and I think that anyone who hasn't gone through the court documents shouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> it's it's just there's so many people who don't have enough information that are talking about it like like it it's the newest it's the new fad it's the new entertaining thing they're talking about like, it like it's like WWE playing <laughs> against each other. It's stupid, and I hate it, and I want people to stop talking about it. Now, now, my take in 20 seconds. Three, two, one, go. Uh, Amber Heard's a stupid bitch. She's abusive. Oh. I'm very glad that Johnny Depp, <laughs> Johnny Depp won this case. It's like <laughs> o- the only time a man has ever won an abuse case against a woman. The only recorded case. And it's fucking based. Thank you, Johnny Depp, for being I'll, a hero. I'm going to miss the memes. And the time. That's the only thing I'll miss. I'll miss the memes from all this and all the okay. content. My it take. get old real quick. No, though. no, no. You, your and Mo's take were forfeited no, to fuck you. Bullshit. <laughs> listen, listen. This is all I know about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp is that I've seen th- over the years at this point, I've been presented with enough evidence to be fully convinced that both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard both are guilty of emotional mm. and physical abuse towards Big each other. Yes, yes. Like that. they're both pieces of shit to each other. So I don't yeah. I don't really care. I don't care who started it. I don't give a shit like about the specifics of it. It's like they're both bad. Yeah, I mean to be honest, if you really look at it I think from who like started it matters hold on, a little hold on, bit. wait, wait, wait. Um yeah, uh I, I, I kinda don't like the like everything that came out of this court case sort of showed like who they truly are. And yeah, sure, like uh, uh Depp was sort of like my like a buddy of mine that liked to party a lot. 
But like the second you start hearing about like, hey, he hits his old lady and shit. Nah, I'm, I'm out of here. I, I don't do spousal abuse. He or, hits his old lady back in self-defense. <laughs> dude, like, do you see Amber Heard, man? There's no fucking way she can hurt anybody unless like she had like a a bottle upside your head or Listen, a if knife. If you get smacked, you're smacking back. No, that's that's Hold not on. okay. Like, don't hit a woman unless she has like a gun or a weapon. Like, if uh, she fucking oh, hits mm, you, like, fucking mm, walk that shit, on. take a fucking walk. If you're being assaulted, you, you fight back. I I just uh, I highly disagree with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a fucking stroke listening to this. Let's let's talk about fucking Death Note, please, for the love of God. Oh Jesus! And you wanted to talk about it, so that no, was <laughs> was that I didn't want to talk about it. Listen, who brought up a- Amber Heard? Because whoever said it, it's their fault. Who the fuck I think was it was it? Debbie Gloof. I don't think I brought up Amber Heard. I didn't do it. I think it was like as a joke, and then people started giving their opinions. Yeah. No, it was like someone like mentioned the word Amber Heard, and we just all started yelling over the like on top of each other, and you couldn't hear anything. It was just like oh. <laughs> the moment yes. somebody, the moment someone said Amber Heard, <laughs> it's over at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's the it's the latest social trigger. And this all episode right. is not going to be listenable in like two months. Yeah, because nobody's going to care. None about of Amber Kira's Heard. Kingdom is ever listenable. <laughs> Maybe not when I'm off the show, was. but. No, it's great. That, like De- Demi some, and I, Demi and I, fucking fed posted our like so much in the very first episode. It was a great way to start this whole series. Someday I'm going to pay like a real podcast editor who actually will like listen to the podcast as they edit it and release like a, a like a director's cut of Kira's Kingdom and just cut like all the political bullshit and make it a real Death Note watch along <laughs> podcast that can actually be consumed in that way. <laughs> And every episode think, will be like 20 minutes long. <laughs> oh, God. I still think the funniest thing we've ever done on this show was on episode one when me and Mojo started talking about which politicians we would assassinate <laughs> if we had a death note. Yeah, it looks the fucking best. <laughs> I think oh, like, like, me and Mo like compromised. We were like, okay, you can don't take... Say like, names, um, don't say any names. Don't say any names. Don't say any names. Hypothetically, in Minecraft... Don't say any names take, at all. I don't care Mitch about where McConnell. it is. Uh, who was who was the based the, based the lady? based based? Who was the lady? Which one? There's oh, so many. This fucking Pelosi? lady. No, she wasn't a politician. She's like a journalist. What the fuck is her name? Anita Sarkeesian. No. <laughs> but yes. But yeah. I'm just gonna look up female report. journalists liberal. Oh. Yo, yeah, that's gonna really narrow it down. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gonna narrow it down. <laughs> What the fuck is? Why can I not remember her fucking Rachel Maddow? Oh God! You were like oh, Rachel Matt. We like compromised. We were like, "All right, we'll we'll give you Rachel Maddow if you give us Mitch McConnell." <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Because you know, I, I would have thrown in uh, fucking uh, Tucker Carlson for free if we just oh. had, you know, like I'll do two for Buy one, one deal. One no free. Oh yeah, oh yeah, fuck it, fine. Oh, that God. benefits both of us. <laughs> oh yeah, like greatly, and I'll be sipping champagne with you, uh, you know, just like as we watch the fireworks because I'm down. I, w- I won't give you uh, Ron DeSantis. You can't have him. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love Ron DeSantis. He's you do not love man. Ron DeSantis. It's not true. <laughs> Ferris is going to leave the call. <laughs> the Ron DeSantis is my personal hero. No, no, no. Because uh, what's his name in California? Gavin Newsom's get is is being traded to. Sorry. I have no idea who these people are. I know Rachel Maddow. I was really into her. It's like a small child. 
Ron oh, DeSantis is the senator of Florida. He's the governor of Florida. Or whatever. He's the one who's behind. He like he's a big player in the don't, pro side of the "Don't Say Gay" bill. Oh, okay, that's that's yeah. unbased, but the the way he handled COVID was based. What anti-mask? Yes. <laughs> fuck, shut the fuck up. God, please. You're just mad because you're hooked up to a fucking oxygen tank and you can't breathe with the fucking mask on. <laughs> you diabetic piece of shit. Fuck you. We gotta get back to Death Note now, or we never will. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's talk about some of our favorite episodes. You know what? We're gonna go around the horn here, and you have to pick gun to your head. Um, me and Mo kind of have a mathematical base to go on, so I feel like we'll have it easiest. So we'll let Demi and Ferris go after us. Uh, what are our top three favorite episodes of this show? Um, so Mo Diggity. Oh shit, man! Uh, here's the thing. I I can go first. I mean, I I have my well, answer. Well, here's the thing. I I don't remember the number and the uh the Just name. Just say what happened. Just say what happened, and we'll I'll be able to oh, narrow fuck. it down. Um, well, I, I guess it's like a one er- sentence. Like what happened? <laughs> oh, one of my early early favorite ones. We'll go ahead and start with like say that we'll, within the first five. I no, think, no, no. Your yeah. top three no. of the whole show is what we're saying. Oh, uh, fuck. Okay. Um, well, obviously the end is uh, number one because it fuck is. Yeah. Like, I think it is my favorite episode. Uh, number two is when uh, they finally catch uh, the the third Kira in the Yoshi group. Higuchi, Yotsuba yeah. Kira, Higuchi, and yeah. uh, the third one was. Uh, fuck uh i'm trying to think uh, you know what like man it kind of sucks because i'm trying for the life of me to remember the, the the one where light loses big and he just uh apathetically slaps the drink out of Mises' fucking hand i think that's, that's the that's the episode where mellow gets away with the death note oh and, okay, okay yeah, yeah that, that is definitely one of my favorite ones but uh my top three Easily. I've got this in my head now. It's changed a couple times throughout the course of the show. Um, my number three, which has changed. My number three used to be the episode where Misa was introduced. Uh, but it has since been replaced by uh, Father, the episode where Chief Yagabi dies. Yeah, that is God, my number that's, three. Such, that's such a fucking great episode. And my number two, which I heard... So, I had to work on this Kira's Kingdom document, right? And I heard, once again, Mo say that this episode was filler. And it made me want to kill him in real life. My, my, Bring it on, my, bitch. my number two episode is the episode where Light and L play tennis. No, it's it's filler, but it's good filler. Nah, I it's so important it is. to the plot. It, it, yeah, it is, but it's fucking filler. No, it just the definition it. of filler is just episodes that aren't it. important to the plot. That's what yeah, filler is. No, it's got plot bullshit happening in it. I love that episode. I'm just saying, you know, it's fucking filler. It's That's not the, what filler it is, is, is episodes that are irrelevant to the plot. They're just no, like I, there to fill time. See, see, that's the thing. Like you want to look at it with just like the textbook definition. I'm telling you, I've been watching anime for fucking years. The definition is much more broad than you think. And with that being said, the fucking tennis episode, the tennis match episode is filler. It's fucking great. There's a lot going on. It's still fucking filler, though. Well, there is a textbook definition of filler, and it's not what either of us are saying. It's literally just 
episodes of anime based on manga that aren't in the manga. That's what filler is. Well, I don't really care what some fancy schmancy Wikipedia article has to say. I'm judging everything by my own, you know, rules and standards and stuff. So reinvent definitions to fit your standards. Yep, that's what Mo does. (laughs) Really good at it. I deny your reality and substitute my own. (laughs) Good, good MythBusters quote. Uh, but yeah, my number two is uh, the Light and Elf filler episode. Very important to the plot. There's no, <laughs> it's not a filler you at just all. Just did filler episode. <laughs> Shit, fuck! I've been soundly I feel like defeated. This has nothing um, to do with gender. I feel like you deserve a point for that. That's just no. I'm not giving it Ferris twenty five cents because I said that. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> but no, that episode is great. Uh, it's just so fucking good. Literally, if I, if out of context, you have to be like, okay, I know Death Note's a very plot, like, plot-heavy show, so this doesn't even make sense, but pick one episode to show to somebody to encompass what Death Note is, it's the tennis episode. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> because it's, like, this whole, like, intellectual back and forth, the monologues they're, like, giving to, in their own brains as they play this little meaning, seemingly meaningless tennis match. But it, it's, like, this whole, like, intellectual fucking bullshit. And then there's, like, you know, the, the test of deductive reasoning at the restaurant with the pictures of the Kira notes and, like, all sorts of, like, Light and L trying to, like, cat and mouse each other. It's so fucking brilliant. And my number one is obviously finale. Everybody knows the finale of Death Note is the best thing to ever exist. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> Nothing you will say, like even if Are it's you like sure you like it more than Subway. <laughs> I do like it more than Subway. Yes. Uh uh I like the Death Note finale more than I like Subway. I know it's I know it's hard to hear, but uh, yeah, the Death Note finale is fucking based. Uh, number one. Uh, so. You see, this is going to be a hard question for Demiglu to answer, considering she actually hasn't watched the entire Death Note anime. She read the entire manga <laughs> and watched like 12 episodes of Miscellaneous Order <laughs> for uh, us, yeah. for our show. Uh, I'll tell you, I can tell you my favorite parts of Death Note. Okay. And you can ep- episode them if you want. Um, I'll just start with my favorite. My favorite is absolutely... Uh, after the death of Lind L. Taylor, when, the, when they talk about how they broadcast that only to the Kanto region of Japan, and you're like, oh, shit. You, you know didn't even I mean? get like, that episode of 10. You get that episode of 9. Uh, I stand corrected. Okay. That episode, that episode was the fucking bomb. Like, that moment in Death Note was like, holy shit. Like, it left me on the edge of my seat. It's like, you know what I mean? Because, like, you go from thinking, like, how the fuck could they possibly catch a killer who's just writing names in a notebook. You know what I mean? Like that's fucking asinine to even think that that's possible. And then like it, they narrow it down to like the fucking region of Japan that he's in. It's like, holy An episode later, they narrow it down to high school student and then narrow it down to high school student with access to police information. It's fucking crazy. Yes, exactly. That's the ultimate, like it's on moment for me. Um, My second favorite is certainly the finale. Uh, the finale was pretty fucking epic. Well, it should um, be number I, one, but based that it's yeah. ranking. <clears throat> Third favorite, uh, the episode where uh, I actually watched all these episodes that I'm saying, funny enough, but uh, the one where Chief Yagami like, says he's going to like, he pretends he's going to kill Misa and Light. Yeah, that was a really good one. 
That one, just that scene alone, it was fucking epic. Mm-hmm. So much, it was so dramatic, so tense. Yeah, that that one is pretty paced, <clears throat> and obviously you get like the most metal line in the world from one murderer to another. I'll see you in hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was fucking insane. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, I think one of my favorite uh, scenes in the whole show is uh, the the very first one where it's the 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 double screen uh, part where Light and L are both uh, monologuing and they're both saying, "I'll be the one that busts you" and all that stuff. And it's and like they say, "I am justice and unison." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing and where uh, we first start to see like a uh, Light and L. Uh, on the on the big ass fucking buildings when they were first fighting before they introduce you, uh, before they met each other, I I love that whole uh, that whole sort of dynamic where they're like worlds apart but they see each other, you know. And I I, I really uh, I I like the whole using the city as sort of a backdrop and sort of a what what's the word I'm looking for? I, I you know what I I don't know. I I just like the style of it. Well, now uh, I've given them uh, a substantial amount of time to think. So I'm sure they're ready with an answer and they're not going to um and ah us. They're going to be uh, really <laughs> quick and to the point. Uh, Ferris, what are your top three episodes of Death Note? Uh, you said year. You have to say there. Shut the fuck up. You can't say year. <laughs> uh, Riley, okay, from now okay. on, you year ha- is you not to- gendered. You have to Fuck refer you. to me. You have to refer to me as if I'm a group of people. You have to say no. we. You have to refer to me as we. You say, oh yeah, we, Debbie we slash cool. us. We. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we us. No, Those are my pronouns. Fuck you. <laughs> I sound okay. I sound like I'm like making fun of Ferris or having they them pronouns. I'm not. I'm just being an <laughs> asshole. I love but- I love they them people. I used to be one, and then I realized they were stupid, and I stopped using them. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Okay, so hearing you guys talk helped me kind of sort out my thoughts. And that that scene where they're like, they are narrowing it down to the region. And that whole episode, I loved it. That, um, see, now I'm, now I'm disorganized. But that's probably my, my second favorite, I would say. My okay. first favorite is obviously the finale. Um, yes! Uh, it's it's so good. It just the way the scene where he's he's running and it's just it it's so it's really effectual. It just it's it brings up a lot of emotion and it's just the perfect it perfectly brings everything to a close. The perfect downfall for Light Yakami. Um, I loved it. And third um, favorite. Third favorite I think it's a tie between the tennis episode and the one where he he kills the FBI lady. Yeah, that was a really good episode because the whole thing is just him trying to uh, figure out what her real name is. And mm-hmm. I, I for a long time during that episode, like Riley and I were like arguing, almost shouting at with each other. That no, she does not suspect that light is Kira, and the entire time, like that that two parter while they're walking away, and you get that really cool looking uh, uh, animated scene where their uh, hairs change color and the the whole backdrop goes like kind of black and white with the exception of their hair color. I I, I really enjoyed that sort of like a uh, part, and the uh, the 
the the back and the going back and forth the the obvious uh hesitancy in her voice because she's feeling like this guy is like really kind of suspicious you know and then you know she ends up dying anyway because ultimately light's just a uh, uh, better at getting information out of people uh than she expected and she learned to trust him and that trust cost her her life yeah i see that episode i could talk about it for a while it's just i loved it so much how the entire thing was just i mean you know that she's she's suspecting him she's definitely suspicious she's being no, guarded she's not yes you're, she's being you're genuinely guarded. She's being you're guarded, wrong. but she does not suspect Light Yagami of being Kira. She's just being guarded in general. I I think that you're wrong. Um, okay. But, and and the way that she's she's being guarded, but he still somehow ends up manipulating her into giving her into giving him her ID. I just. It was had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. And then yeah. the uh, when it gives you that kind of visualization of her marching up to the noose on the platform, I mm -hmm. thought that was so good. I loved it. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the tennis well episode, the tennis episode, this symbolism, the foreshadowing. I love it so much where it's like this super this this us. Uh, <coughs> This tennis match is, uh, you know, it's it's a super close fight and it's going back and forth and back and forth. But then Light gets the upper hand in the last second and defeats him. It's just uh, that's that was pretty obvious foreshadowing for me. I thought it was great. And just that whole episode where he he reveals that he's L and I was like, oh, oh, my gosh, it was just so it shook me. I loved it. Um, those were actually two different episodes. Don't worry. I didn't remember that either after my first watch. <laughs> Listen, it all, it, I just got, I've got plot it's a two points in my head. Uh, it's a two-parter basically. I think mm -hmm. you could, you could consider it that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that the episode, which is my second favorite where they're like narrowing down who it could be. It's just, at the beginning, I had no idea how they were getting this information, but at the end, I was like, oh my gosh, she really was giving, divulging all of this the whole time. And I thought it was great. I love, like, logic and deductive reasoning, and that was just really fulfilling for me. That really did it. Um, and then, obviously, the finale. Um, the... Like, him dying and the light shining on him and just kind of illuminating him in this kind of ethereal way. I loved it. I loved... I, see, all I can really say is I loved it. <laughs> Understandable. I think the the really powerful part... First of all, I have two things to say about the Naomi Reeser episode. First of all, I get all these points that everybody's saying, but I find it really hard to believe that a woman intelligent enough to work with the FBI would think that somebody's Kira e even for a second and then immediately hand them their ID. I don't well, think they would do it. Well, I don't think that, uh, that death notes perfect. It's still anime. It's still got a bunch of goofy anime shit in there. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like, I don't think that character would think that way. Like she's just being guarded because she's 
because she's trained to be guarded. She's an FBI agent. She's not supposed to just be divulging every information about every investigation. So she's being guarded and weird because this kid's probing too much. But then she learns to trust him and she gives him his ID. It has nothing to do with her thinking he's Kira, in my opinion. I think, I think she believes that it's a possibility. That's, that's what I mean. Fair enough, I suppose. But uh, another thing I want to say about that episode is I think What's truly gripping about the end of that episode with, like, the noose is, like, the, like it's the sort of symbolism for the inevitability of death, where, like, even mm-hmm. upon being presented with, yes, I am Kira, you want to give my dad a call? She can't, like, stop killing herself because it's already written. And I think, like, the, that same thing is conveyed really well in the Death Note musical, um, if Mo, if you'll remember, where... Uh, Light has Rem very intricately write out how Elle's gonna die, and Light, like, taunts him throughout that whole musical number of, like, you're fucked, there's no way out of this, you are going to die. And then Mm -hmm. he does, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it was so good. I loved it. The ending of the musical is so good. God, uh, you two need to watch Yeah, it was very well done. It was very well done. You're, you're, I'm... Just about convinced to watch the musical now. It's, it's so goofy. good. Yeah, it, it's super goofy, and, and it's going to take a like a little bit to get into. But once you finally get to like so like the main sort of songs, uh, it it does get to you, and the acting is actually really really good. And uh, there's like a lot of artistic liberties to the uh, to the musical. Like you're not getting the entire uh, uh, Death Note story. Like it cuts off like. It's like maybe two, two and a half hours of a musical. And then it cuts off, I, I think, like more or less like halfway through the series. Yeah, you that song. You basically get the L versus light arc, essentially, for the musical. Yeah, I was going to say that song that I was describing where uh, Light is telling L that he's fucked, that he's going to die because it's all written in the Death Note. That is like the final song. Like it does end with Light versus L. Yeah, it's I, I'll watch it. I'm convinced. But one more thing about the finale. Um, oh, you go ahead. I, I forgot to mention it somehow, but it was just so... It, it, I, I'm struggling to find the words of how, like, how much it shook me. But um, after watching Light have this really guarded... Um, uh what's the word um persona the entire time this public persona that's just this kind of straight-laced guy and watching him watching that completely crumble in front of all the people that he's been trying to convince of of this persona this entire time it i loved it it was super cool um it it was gripping so fucking brilliant. I love the Death Note finale so much. Uh-huh. That's so good. Uh, but all right. Can we all talk about like how uh Light and uh Light and L sort of figured out who the Yotsuba group was just by using Google? No, there's more to it than that. You're just being like stupid. No, no it wasn't. It was literally like one scene. It Mo. was like they'll never find out who we are. The literal next scene. Hey, I just Google these guys and process of elimination. Here they are. Oh, okay, no, it's more, it's more right. real deductive than that. That's like the biggest showing of life's deductive reasoning. The process is yeah. they yeah, noticed probably, that a bunch of, they noticed that CEOs are dying 
in a similar realm to how criminals die to Kira. So they looked at those CEOs dying and cross-referenced them to stocks and realized that Yotsuba's stocks were going through the roof as a result of these deaths. Yeah, and that's how Google. they got it. Yeah, they used Google. Okay, yeah, I guess they did use Google, okay. but that's not all it is. You're not supposed to take this part too seriously. It's it's a joke. I'm really like, of course, there's deductive reason and blah 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 and all that. Like we, I brought that scene up a bunch of times uh, last episode because it was like my best example of Light's deductive reasoning, putting him up against Batman. Yeah, yeah, but Light had the power of Google. Batman has the power of like a decade or so of experience of detective work. Well, I, I, I think I think with the proper deductive reasoning, Google could lead to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> uh, only yeah, one hundred percent. If are you t- do people mean to tell me that Bruce Wayne could maintain his identity for this fucking long? He literally, people have phones that can record anything. He literally like drives his fucking bat motorcycle to the bat cave. Like people could just fucking follow him. But he would get doxxed like- immediately. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, though. Batman yeah, gets doxxed on Twitter. No, but here's the thing, though. We've got to use Batman DC World rules, okay? You can't use, like, you know, this the current year's rules, okay? Because then everyone just fucks and, you know, Light would have gotten busted as Kira a long-ass time ago because there's no fucking way that, you know, well, I mean, there's just no way that someone wouldn't have caught, you know, Light doing something. Or like, you know, like uh, him throwing an apple midair and Ryuk just fucking catches it at one point in time. You know, I, I, I don't know. I know there's like a million other ways we use current year rule against it. Like really, the 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 videos on the YouTube that are made are kind of using like 2006, 2007 rules. I feel. Uh, yeah, probably because Death Note takes place in 2006, 2007 would be my yeah, guess. And it, also, <laughs> and it also was aired in 2006 and 2007. I, I do know that, Riley. But, uh... Shit, what was I gonna say? I'm Riley, I'm huge fucking dupe shit. Yep, that's what I, I was gonna... You got it, Bo, that is what I was gonna say. Please wow. my mouth. Oh, 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 oh. Only for only for five minutes and only for a billion dollars. You've established this. <laughs> yeah, acting like you're doing your best circus seal impression. <laughs> but uh, I'm curious to hear if any of us, because obviously, again, me and Mo have the math to turn to if we can't think of it offhand. Uh, but Demi and uh, D- Demi and Ferris uh, might have a little bit of a harder time. Um, what is like our least favorite episode now? Let me let me consult the document for me and Mo because I'm sure we're not going to just come to it right away. Um, well, Mo, I know Mo gave a few sevens, and seven was like his lowest rating. Um, but for me, let me look. I gave like two seven point fives, and those are like the lowest thing I ever gave. I could just control F seven point five. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what were my sevens? Uh your sevens. What the fuck? Zero. There's definitely sevens on this page. Hold on. Google Docs is gay. <laughs> Give me a second. Oh, shit. I mean, episode seven is called seven 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 seven. It's gotta be on there. Yeah, it's true. 
There'd be like a million sevens on there. Hold on. How do I fucking... Because Google Docs doesn't let you, like, use, like, the normal shit. You have to use, like, Google Docs tools. I had to find, like, the find and replace option. There, there we go. Dude, you should be able to control F and then boom. Here you go. No, because Google Docs is gay. That's also why you can't, like, normal copy-paste on Google Docs. Okay, Mo, you gave a seven... copy-paste on Google Docs? You can with, like, Control-C and Control-V, but you can't right-click copy, right-click paste. It doesn't let you. Yeah. Really? Um, Yeah, it's really weird. You know the rules. So, Mo, you gave a seven to the Bus Jacker episode. so do I. Uh, You gave a seven to glare which i don't remember what that episode was uh, um, I'll, I'll look at that real quick which which episode number is glare um i don't know let me look up just look up death note glare i'm sure you'll find it um fuck all right oh yeah that was number eight l notices the pember okay so it was like what happened in this episode what was like the big thing i guess this is kind of just like a Oh, this is the I'll take a potato chip and eat it episode. How'd you give that really? a seven? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't remember that. Why did I give that a, a seven? All right, what else did you give a seven? You gave a seven to uh, Love, uh, which is the episode where Light and Misa meet. Um, no, no, no. Wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I have a fast computer now that I can very quickly Google what these episodes are. All right, let me... I okay, guess so this- I just didn't. I guess I just didn't like this episode. I don't know why. I probably would really, really like them a lot more if I just watched them all over again. Okay, so this is the episode where Light goes to uh, like the place where the second cure was supposed to be. Light does not meet Misa, but Misa like sees Light for the first time, and this oh, is that, this is that episode. And you gave that a seven. Yeah, when she uses the pow- when she uses the power of a different dress, a, a wig, and sunglasses. Yeah, so she talks to Rem like in public. <laughs> you also you also gave a seven to the Light and L, uh, not the Light and L, the Light and Misa actual meet episode. You gave another seven. Uh, you gave a seven to Decision. Uh, what was that episode? Death Note. Decision. Why did that open a different window? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, oh, this is the episode where. Uh, hold on, shit. This is the episode where uh, Misa, and, uh, Misa and Light are, like, imprisoned. Like, before the, like, losing their memory thing. Or, like, Misa loses her memory. And then Light, like, starts his plan and goes and gets imprisoned. That's that episode you gave a seven. Um, let's see. Performance. You gave more sevens than I thought, actually. Fuck. <laughs> Mo was really mean to Death Note. I don't appreciate this. I wasn't mean to Death Note. What are you talking about? It's literally <laughs> one of my favorite anime You shows. gave too many sevens. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I guess like I was just sort of like, you know, middle of the road for some of them. Uh, I'll be right back in just a second. But the Mo leaves while I'm trying to go over his sevens to find his least favorite episode. Dude, I've got a piece so <laughs> bad right now. You have no idea. I've been holding it for like 30 minutes now. Okay, quickly, you go away. Do, do Demi or Ferris, do either of you have your answer ready for least favorite episode? Um, yeah. What is it? My least favorite episode is the episode, uh, two episodes after, uh, L's death. Because the first episode after L's death was good. And Abduction? after that, immediately. The one where Mello kidnaps Sayu? 
Yeah, that shit is boring. Fair enough. Uh, what about you, Ferris? Um, I don't know. A lot of the stuff after Elle's death kind of blurred together for me until the last episode. I already, I already mentioned how much I didn't like the fucking underground bunker rocket Death Note episode. Uh, I don't. I thought it was stupid. <laughs> That's it. Fair enough. Understandable. Um, for me, let me. Look at the. I know I gave seven point five to two. Let me see what the two are, and I will make my decision. Uh, okay, what was guidance? I know what the other one was. Death Note guidance. Okay, yeah, this is the episode where like Misa like goes on a date with Higuchi to like get him to admit that he's Kira. Okay, yeah, that one wasn't a strong one, but the other one I gave a seven point five to was selection, which is the. Teru Mikami origin story, and I really don't like Mikami or his stupid fucking origin story. So that probably I is like my Mikami least favorite episode. <laughs> Mikami is one of my favorite characters. I like Mikami is the reason that Light lost. Fuck yeah, Mikami. Well, Light was bound to lose anyway. He's just slapping out drinks. I don't out know of if that's hands, true. Willy nilly, you know, like he just can't. Fucking I think I think if he got a more, I think chocolate or cards, you know, like come on. I think if he got a more competent fucking person than Mikami, he might have tested the fake notebook, realized it was fake, and still somehow killed the fucking people in the task force and won. But Mikami's a fucking idiot, didn't test shit, just came came to the warehouse and fucking came in his pants as he wrote all the names, and it didn't work, and he's a fucking <laughs> idiot. And then he immediately fucking turns directly to Light Yagami and says, God, I did what you asked me to! Like, fucking idiot. With, well, with it Mikami, doesn't really. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, uh, it. You, there was that moment when Mikami realized what he'd done, and you can tell that what's going through his head is "I killed God" or like "I was responsible for God's downfall," and then him killing himself. I thought that was great. I thought. That was super effectual. I thought it was great too, and I thought it made a lot more sense. Because, uh, fun fact, uh, uh, I think the three of us have discussed. I don't know if Demi was there actually, but me and Mo know. I don't know if Demi knows, and I, I'm sure you don't know. Uh, but in the manga, they actually handle Mikami's death very differently. Uh, oh, he, yeah, Mikami denounces Light in that warehouse and does not die in that warehouse. He goes to prison and then kills himself ten days later in prison. Wow. Huh. I think I, I like the anime better. I don't like the Me sound too. of that. <laughs> and it's like the whole final chapter of... The, also a weird thing about the Death Note manga is the final chapter is not like the Death Note anime finale. The final chapter is like a little one year later thing. Yeah. And it's like... and Which Mo really liked. I, I liked yeah, I it. Did. Like I, I gave it an 8, but like I, I don't think it's a good ending as compared to where the anime ended it. But it's like this little, like, more talky episode where, like, Matsuda and Ide are, like, in a car together. And Matsuda's, like, convinced that Nier wrote Mikami's name in the Death Note. And yeah, there's a... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. My bad, my bad. And it's because it's like Matsuda's, like, he's got this whole plan. Because even Matsuda points out, like, why didn't Mikami test the notebook? So Matsuda theorizes that because it's established in the lore that you can control somebody with the Death Note for 28 days. So it's a, So what... Matsuda thinks happened is Nier wrote like 
Teru Mikami comes to the warehouse without testing the notebook, fucks it up, and then kills himself in prison in 10 days. Oh, see, that that is interesting. I do like that. It's like Nier, like, burned all of the notebooks. So Matsuda's like, he did that to hide the evidence. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is like Matsuda, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, there, there's a, a big fan theory where uh, there the, when they discuss the uh, who was like better and the uh, the whole uh, near mellow light L uh, and other and uh, other Kiras and stuff like that, or like uh, detectives and Kiras. They uh, there's a theory that says that Near cheated and he wasn't half as good as L or as Mello was, and uh, they think that he o- that Near only won because he uh, wrote uh, uh, Mikami's name in the death note. Because uh, sometime later after he's arrested, he goes fucking crazy in the prison cell and he kills himself, and uh, 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 he was said to be rambling or babbling on about something and like totally killed himself and uh uh he it was they they think that he uh that he planned it all out and uh cheated to get a confession out of uh light i don't know if i actually believe that but that might be a bigger factor in the manga than it would be in the show because i don't think that near would do that because it's not in his uh you know he's he's thinking like l but he's also his own person, so he's not—he's not going to do anything underhanded like that. Because there is integrity and honor uh, in, in what Near and L uh, does. Not so much Mellow, but you know there was an attempt made. All right, but anyway, back to Mo's seven, so we can nail down what Mo's least favorite episode was. Uh, you also gave a seven to the episode where uh, Misa goes on a date with Higuchi to prove that he's Kira. Um... Yeah, that 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 one was a little bit boring until like a you, you got like I think a lot of the episodes that I I, I rated as sevens I, I think they were kind of a little ho hum, but they're uh, those episodes are the one that pay off in big ways a few an episode or several down the line. Anyway, uh, so there's a couple more. There's a. Uh... You gave a 7-2 Scorn, which was the Real Housewives of Kira episode, where Misa and Takada have, like, the drama dinner. Um, I loved it, just, it was a 7. Okay, that was your last 7. The other 7s are how many times you gave Elle a favorite character, and the 7 from Death Note 2017, which I also put on the document. So that was your last 7. So, um, what do you think your least favorite episode was? Uh, Probably the Real Housewives of Death Note. That episode, I, I I was charmed by that episode. Like I gave it an eight. I was I wasn't like super jazzed about it, but like I did enjoy it. It's good. It's just I, li- I liked the I, I liked the ending where like Misa's like drunk as fuck and she's like I won I did it <laughs> and Mogi's like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it was really funny. Does that even happen in the manga? I don't fucking know. Demiglund doesn't remember. <laughs> L. I read the blog, uh, like, before... <sighs> Sorry. 
sleepy meds kicking in. Um, I read the manga like before. Remember, I read the manga before. Why do you and Andrew realized, take your okay. fucking sleeping meds during the podcast? Because I have to take them at a certain time. I, I you think you want me to take my sleep meds at like midnight and then wake up? Yes. Like, the next midnight. <laughs> that wasn't that funny. I mean, what it, that's no different than waking up at the next 10.30 p.m. Like, you still shouldn't do that. <sighs> I'm not waking up next. I'm not waking up super late because I have things that I have to do because I actually have a life, unlike you. That's not true. It's summer and you're a high schooler. You ain't got shit. Well, is <laughs> Listen, it, isn't it like 1 o'clock phone. where y'all are at? It is noon. Or not noon. Fucking midnight. I'm stupid. Oh, it's yeah, like it's one o'clock for me. It's it's midnight for Demi. Oh, it's midnight and for, for you. me as well. Yeah, it's one it's one o'clock. Speaking for me. of speaking of midnight, I'm I'm sleepy. <laughs> I've been God sleepy damn. this whole okay. time. <laughs> well, is it is it time to wrap up this show? I, I mean, know, I, think, I feel like I there's just so much more to talk about. I honestly, I think we've said everything that we could possibly do. You want to do, you wanna do a, a finale part two with just you and Mo or that me too without Ferris, basically? Well, I mean, I suppose I could just like send you two away and then we can do a little bit more just the two of us now. Because I know I you mean, two probably want to go to bed more than me and Mo do. I think me and Mo got a little more in us. This is very true. All right, so I guess we'll uh, we'll send our guests off for the night then. Uh, but first, we'll let them do their plugs. Uh, so, uh, Demigloom, where can they find you? You can find me at twitter.com, instagram.com, tellingim.com, or tellingim.me, even though I don't use that shit anymore. Uh, I might get back on there. Uh, look, subscribe to Demigloom on YouTube. There will be video essays, okay? I'm writing two essays right I now. I don't believe you. I will show you the Google Doc. I have like paragraphs of. I believe of that you're writing them, but I do not believe they will ever come to fruition. <laughs> I'm, I am like the fucking queen of just like putting in blood, sweat, and tears into shit, and just like getting so close to having it come out, and just being like, "Nah, I'm done. <laughs> fuck this yeah, shit. Fuck, fuck this." Like, I, there, you have no idea how much like content, like lost media, there is. That's m- me good me content that could have came into fruition that's just i don't know i'm rambling uh there are probably a few video scripts that are like that were like 85 percent done and then like i just got stuck and never went back to i think there are multiple like youtube video scripts that i have in my backlogs that your youtube your scripted content fucking sucks for one reason not true it's, it's because you record with fucking craig and you cut out you can cut out during a podcast that's that wasn't uh that didn't happen during the Sonic one as much. It did happen in the Let's Go <laughs> not one. As, not as much. In the Sonic one, it might have happened once or twice, but like the video it was still like mostly coherent. Time. The Let's Go one was like fucking bullshit, and, and Jason should have either fixed it or told me, re-record this audio, it's unsalvageable. It's yeah. fucking so bad. But, uh, Anyways, yeah. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube or... or Listen to my new song that I hate, uh, that everybody else loves, called "Outer Space." The, the, uh, I think it's the opposite of that. I think you love it, and everybody else hates it. I love the instrumental. I hate. I hate my vocals. But uh, check out "Outer Space." It's on Spotify. It's so squishy and gay. D e m i g l o o m. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, whatever the fuck you use. It's on YouTube, SoundCloud. Just look up "Demi Gloom Outer Space" featuring Animal Control. It's fucking banger. Besides my vocals. Does, does Ferris have anything to plug? Uh, 
as of right now, pretty much just Twitter at Felonius Ferris. Um, and that's how to spell it right now. Uh, F E L O N I O U S F E R R I S. Um, yeah. Uh, you can look through my likes to find a personally curated database of cat pictures, and <laughs> I sometimes yes. reply to Demi Gloom to say, what the fuck? Um, As everyone and, should. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, actually. And, oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, because Demi, I have something I have to say to you real fast. Okay. In a moment. Uh, pretty soon, hopefully... Uh, once I can get my PC running, me and Demi will have a podcast. Uh, we actually recorded a whole episode, and then my audio corrupted. <laughs> we recorded but, a whole episode at school on the yeah. last day you were going to spend at that building. Yeah. And the the audio fucking corrupted because we were using uh, Soundtrap.com and Chromebooks. A big L. <laughs> yeah. Mayor um, Demi Gloom L. <laughs> and Where's once i have my pc running i'm probably gonna like stream on twitch and shit i don't know uh just follow me on twitter for now what are you thinking yeah. about playing on twitch uh I, I i don't even know i like i like video games <laughs> oh, i'm just well, gonna I, play I, video I, games like, <laughs> yeah, like miscellaneous oh yeah so you, you like what games do you like to play the most <laughs> um well my gaming PC that I spent $800 on uh, doesn't work for no fucking reason. Um, but I actually, I've been, like, watching Let's Play YouTubers and befriending gamers since I was, like, five. Um, hey. But haven't actually gotten to play that many real good games. Um, Minecraft is cool. Breath of the Wild, I played that, and it was... Wait, do you have a Switch? Incredible. Yeah. Oh, you gotta you gotta add me on Switch. Ooh, okay. Well, I'm looking forward to the the Ferris internet career arc. You know, yeah. Demi Gloom has been telling me about you, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know about this one. It's questionable. Oh my goodness. But but after this <laughs> podcast, you know, you, this is entertaining. This is fun. I I wasn't at my most articulate because I worked today, so my brain is a little bit fried. But yeah. Yeah, I'll have to come on you and Debbie's podcast sometime, but we'll have to have you on Largest Issue or something. Though that's questionable because yeah. the topics uh, get a little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, maybe not. Think about <laughs> think about all the times you're like, "All right, we're moving on." Like that that that's what Largest Issue is. Like, <laughs> 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 largest Issue is just the show for that. <laughs> yeah. All the t every everything we said in this podcast that you don't like, like Largest Issue is just that the show. <laughs> 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 well, we'll 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 have them on issue crew. <laughs> that'll that'll be more tame, I think. We we'll should, have we like topics become, that aren't political. We should let them be a member of fucking issue crew. That would go so you, hard. You know what? <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, who are our other candidates right now? <laughs> Insight, and that's it. And I Insight. want two. So there you go. Insight and Ferris. <laughs> if you. If you want to come on like a semi regular basis, you can come on the issue crew. Oh hell yeah. Um let's see here. Who else is there? We have Jinji. 
He's not going to be uh, the host of the. In- the, the, the <laughs> yeah, they have their own shit going on, but they're not. They're going to be hosting. Riley and Odin the having Pokemon debates going one on one, like, like motherfucking fucking duel, of the duel of the fates. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've got to go. So we had actually had a secret fifth member or person on this podcast. Um, Whoa. And I've got to go walk her. She's my dog. Um, she, she's got to go out go potty. Uh, yeah. Bye. Oh, that's right. Bye, you're, poor. You're, you're poor and you live in an apartment. You can't just open the door and let the dog out to go piss. <laughs> I bet you're feeling okay. really class conscious right now in a, on a podcast with people who All have right. real houses. Well, real quick, Debbie, what's I the, what's the a real house? What's the, what's the, Debbie, what's the final uh, tally? Do we both owe Ferris 75 cents? Oh, let's see here. Yes, we both owe Ferris seventy-five cents, and, and Mo doesn't owe a penny. It's it was surprising. Not not even surprising. once did he fuck it up. Mo Mo was the most conservative person on this show, and Mo uh, managed to misgender. <laughs> he fucked up Ferris's gender the least out of all of us. It's crazy. Well, I'm actually pretty good with that stuff. Sometimes I might slip up, but well, we can let we can let Ferris to... walk their Three. dog, and then real quick, Mo, you could say what you wanted to say to Debbie Gloom. You had something you wanted to bring up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to talk to you real quick about one of your tweets. Uh, uh, this one right here. <laughs> I, I want to break the stereotype that all white people love Stranger Things, oh, but God. it's so fucking good. Okay, so I saw that, and all I see are like you know white dudes or white people and stuff like uh uh, talking about Stranger Things, and the thing is, I saw this joke how it's like it's all white families are gathering around the TV to watch Stranger Things, That's and literally my my oh, whole but, white family gathers around the TV to watch Stranger. We watch Stranger <laughs> Things at dinner every night. <laughs> I thought it was a joke until like I've seen like a thousand. My family and I love the fucking Stranger Things episode. Blah 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 blah. My family, my family, my family. Stranger Things, like oh shit, it's like the new like family horror show that's on there and i guess i gotta give it a little bit of a whirl because i haven't been able to sit down and watch any of them yet uh just on the strength of the first episode do you think it's really any good uh stranger things like episode one of stranger things yeah 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 like if i were just to watch episode one would that compel me to watch the rest of it like do you think it's like that good i think it's that good personally okay I watch All it with right. my mom, so that's another white person that watches it with their family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watch. Okay, okay, okay. I've got to go walk my dog. Bye, right, have a good. Goodbye. It was great Goodbye. being on. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I gotta give. I guess I'll give uh, Stranger Things a shot because I've been meaning to to watch it. I gotta watch. Uh, the dude who did uh, a regular show has another show that's on, I think the HBO uh, Max. Enough. Yeah. I need to watch that. Cause that's like, I, that's one of my favorite dudes of all time. What because like regular show, like in comparison to like mash and the Simpsons and like, if there's a top 10, it'll rank high on the top 10 list of like favorite shows of all time, which Riley, we should like do a top 10 TV show series uh, because I really enjoyed the hell out of the, uh, the movie uh, ones that we did part funnily nine enough, I, of your top 10 movie. <laughs> funnily enough, I haven't, I haven't even done a movie podcast since 
we finished our top 10 movies. Like that was such like a, an odyssey that we completed that I haven't brought myself to do a movie review since we finished yeah. that. Because we, we should, we got to do the Earl podcast. That has to at some point, I also need to just review a movie with somebody like me. I think me and Mo have made like a bunch of separate plans for movie reviews yeah. that just never went through with them. Like we were supposed to review yeah. Sonic. We were attentively talking about reviewing Chip and Dale, but just like nothing ever came. I, well, OK, so uh, Sonic, we were waiting for it to show up on my Plex and I was going to watch that. Uh, I'm talking about Sonic 2. Oh, yeah, and, we were going to uh, do double feature. I forgot. Yeah, we were going to do double feature, and it just didn't show up for a while until I just said, fuck it, I'm just going to look it up and watch it that way. And I love the shit out of it. And Chippendale's Rescue Ranger still hasn't shown up on my Plex server yet, so I'm just waiting for that. Oh, did, wait, is Pl Plex is like a piracy thing, right? <laughs> no. What is Plex? It's a fucking server service where people put their favorite shows on there and you just share out the link and you just watch their shit that they bought. So it's a piracy service. It's not a piracy service because no one's downloading anything. You're just putting it on your stuff. It's uh, as far as you know, it's every it's all the physical media that you own put on digital. And you can't, you, you know. can't distribute. Yeah, but I'm not. You no, can't get not, a DVD of a movie and then just put it out there, and then that you're allowed to do that. <laughs> you no, can't yes, do you that. are. Yes, you absolutely are. You just can't. Like, uh, that's you, what you, piracy you is. You put a. No, you take a, you, Somebody took no, their DVD of that movie and uploaded it to the internet, and now people are downloading yeah, but it's it. Extreme, that's what piracy no, no, is. No, 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 no. It's not piracy because it's limited capacity. You can only watch something on a Plex server if someone invites you to watch their shit. So, like, you know, there can be, I, I can, I can have so it's the like, new so it's peer to peer sharing. Oh, peer to peer sharing. Yeah, that's a mo more it's apt. Okay. That's, it's still illegal. Peer to peer <laughs> sharing is illegal. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, yes, you, it you is. Can't, you can't. My mom got it. letters from the FBI because I was peer to peer sharing on Discord. Oh, are you sure? Is that okay, your mom? Are, are, did you really you see that? You were watching movies on mom? Discord and you had an FBI yeah, letter? I, I don't no, know. I was, I I was sharing, I was sharing piracy links. Oh, see. Well, I don't. I don't know if they, did your did you actually see the letter, or did your mom say that the FBI said that? <laughs> Maybe my mom just made that shit up in retrospect. Yeah, because, yeah, because <laughs> I guarantee fucking to you, the FBI doesn't care about some fucking high schooler fucking talking about or Sherry Pyre. I was a middle schooler at the time too. Oh, middle schooler, like, even <laughs> less of a fucking chance. Like pirating like incest anime through Discord. Oh God, not like fucking like a Ramo. It was literally probably a Reno. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a well, it's it's peer to peer, but you're just you're just streaming it. You're not actually downloading it. By the way, Mo, we can't do top ten TV shows because everybody already knows my number one will be Death Note. Like they know that that's true. What yes, more than like what? Power Rangers? Yes. I thought I you like skimmed hard for Power Rangers. Man. It's not recency bias. I've watched Death Note like four times in the past year. I think I would have figured out by now if I don't like it as much as I think. Die. I just started another Death Note rewatch last night. Oh my, really, dude? <laughs> yes. Riley, listen. We're all going to watch Stranger no Things. We're going to do the Stranger podcast, okay? Stranger <laughs> cast. Yo! That's the normie core. Cast? That's normie the, core shit, though. I yeah, guess. but it's norm That'll get us clicks. Normie core shit will get us clicks. Oh god, the I want to die. Things get stranger. The podcast. <laughs> you know, I, th I think we got a golden. It, 
How many Stranger Things watch along podcasts are there? Is it more than 12? I feel like the answer Only is a yes. million. Literally a million. Yeah, the Stranger, there's no Death Note watch along podcast. There's one Death Note read along podcast for the manga. And that's uh, all I Kira's found. King, the other podcast called no, no, Kira's, Kira's Kingdom, Kingdom, I think, was just like a weird, like topic based Death Note podcast from what I saw. Um, there's a, there's also a show called I'll Take This Death Note and Read It or like something to that effect. And it's a manga read along show. OK, yeah, there's like 50,000 Stranger Things watch along <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, if we, yeah. If we market it well, we could totally like obviously we can't rely on the algorithm. But like I could like people from my school would listen to that shit if I posted it on my Instagram. No, because it was me, you and Mo, even if we're talking about a, sh- a normie shit like Stranger Things, it would get unnormy at certain points. <laughs> it would get uh, yeah, it would get unnormy, but it would still be like entertaining. I think we would. That's fair. We would groom them into the unnorminess. You know? uh, no, yes! no, 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 there would be no grooming. There would be no right. grooming. No, okay, no, no, we will, no, 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 we will condition no them into. No, not there's no being... conditioning either. No conditioning. No conditioning. No Listen, grooming. No words have different definitions than the creepy one that you're you thinking of. You know that's not true on the internet. You fucking know that's yeah, not that, true on the that's internet. That's not true on the internet. <laughs> the three of us are gonna groom all of these. Shut items. up! No, no, no! Like I will be fucking Frank Reynolds. The fucking it's always funny during the. We? I have a pet grooming business, okay? Oh my god. No, No, it's it's all going downhill. It's all downhill from here. (laughs) This is the best episode of I hear the fucking I hear the fucking plane coming. This is episode one level. I love it. This is the this is now the best episode of Kira's Kitchen. We're really like bringing it back. (laughs) Am I just staying on for the rest of the episode? Yeah, you know what? If you want to. Maybe like 15, 20 more minutes. I think that's all I got in me. <laughs> I just, I want to talk more about like how the whole show is like as a whole, but I don't know how to phrase it in a coherent way well, it's without just, just like think- ran, ran, rambling like an autist. Like, I will love this part and how it affects this part. Like, I don't know how to say it coherently. Hey guys, quite haven't a dingle we- here. <laughs> well, haven't, haven't we sort of like said everything that we could possibly say about it i mean we talked about the goofy stuff you know i love the jokes the little like uh, quirky jokes that are in there uh light and uh, you know ellen light's uh dynamic i, I love the hell out of the way that uh, that was uh the i mean it, it got a little weird with the, the 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 feet and hair drying thing and uh you know it's a all, crime like, that demi all, wasn't here for that all bathed in light like glorious like you know the the uh, Christ uh, watching the w- washing the feet of a pauper, you know, that sort of thing, or like you know, like the Pope washing a homeless man's feet. Yeah, I think like a lot like of the that. symbolism in the show, a lot of the foreshadowing in the show, and just the way it's told from beginning to end is just something truly special. I'd say from beginning to middle, but yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> die. <laughs> I'd say from beginning to two, about two thirds in. <laughs> I don't get why people like don't like the show that much after like the the L dies part and and all that stuff because I thought it was really fucking solid. It was a little weird, and like a uh, I guess my my big criticism is during like the last like six or seven like episodes of the show like a. Uh, well, maybe not even. Well, is it? I, I think like right after the five year time skip, we got that we got that episode and we got a, like a 
that incredible episode where uh, Light has his fucking death symphony up on the fucking roof and lightning and lightning's all going all over the fucking place and shit. That was a really good episode. And then the uh, the rest of them up until like the the second to last episode, the third, to, uh, the first, second, third, I guess. Yeah, second to last. That's still three, right? What do you mean? Oh, it's second to last. We were like second to last, next to last, and the last. Yeah, that would be three. Okay, blah blah blah. Uh, it, it it did get a little bit slow, and it wasn't as good in some spots. But then you had like blowout episodes, like uh, the one where Chief Yagami dies, and you know you, you do see like the you you see like the the beginning of the end for Light, and how he just gets uh L after L after L. No pun intended. You know, that shit was good, but sometimes the story did drag on a little bit. And I'll be honest, a couple of episodes I spaced on a little bit just because it didn't get didn't uh, capture my attention fully. But those are all the complaints that I have about the show. And it doesn't negatively affect my viewing of the show whatsoever. And I think that's the mark of a really good show that even during its weak points, you'll still remember them. And it won't destroy. It won't like take you out of the uh, the fantasy of it all. You know, you're you're in the fucking world, and I really loved it about this show. Did you see, for well. me, I really don't think. I know I'm, I'm like being too much of a like gay fanboy, but like for me, there was never a point, even briefly, where Death Note did not feel like it was still amazing. Like obviously, there were episodes that I liked less than others because that's just the nature of any show, but. I, from beginning to end, was completely fucking enthralled with Death Note, and that did not change at all when L died, and it continued to be throughout the entire end of the show, leading up to the finale, which is literally the best thing to ever exist. Yeah, and uh, watching this instead of binging it the way that we did the show and the way that we shot the show, I I really enjoyed that, because I think if I binged-watched uh, this uh, I think maybe some of the better stuff in there I wouldn't have, uh, I guess, uh, enjoyed or appreciated, appreciated it as much. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I, I love bingeable shows, but I don't think that every show is bingeable, or it's not bingeable the first time around that you watch it. Like it's good to just watch two or three episodes a week, or maybe an episode or two a day if you want to do that. But I think this uh, show truly benefits from like being able to discuss it with people who are also watching it because like even upon my first viewing which is a little more of a binge watch i did it pretty quickly but like i did like after every like batch of episodes i watched i would like go back to work and like have a discussion with patrick and alexis about like the death note that i watched and like that made me appreciate it more as I had like these discussions about like the foreshadowing and like all the crazy shit that happens with uh, my friends who I really appreciate and like, and they also really like Death Note. And I think that definitely enhanced the experience. And obviously, Kira's Kingdom served that purpose for you, Mo. Oh, definitely, definitely, man. It was uh, it was one of those shows that really is sort of out of my wheelhouse, you know, because uh, I love anime, and uh, it, it just. It ta- it's like pulling fucking teeth without Anastasia, though, getting me to watch an anime. I mean, I love uh, Gang Grumps and Jontron and Ego Raptor and all that shit, but it took me, like, it took Riley, like, 
months and months of like harping on me to watch John era Game Grumps, you know. But eventually, I did get to it, and uh, you know, I love the hell out of it. It's my favorite, like one of my favorite little internet shows. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, man, uh, definitely one of those uh, out of the blue shows that I always meant to watch, but never got around to watching that. I think after this, uh, I'll rewatch up till the point where I stopped. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna rewatch and complete. Uh, oh fuck! Come on. Uh, oh, God. come on. Par- you got parasite, this. parasite for sure. Because I was talking about that the other day. Because I really liked Parasite, and my first exposure to that was the manga. And I loved the shit out talking. I loved the manga like fucking crazy. I loved uh, talking about it a lot. And uh, because the last episode and you get me to read manga again, I might start reading some more manga now. And I think maybe Death Note and that will get on. Uh, oh, man, I don't remember. the. It's it's the anime where they're all detectives, but they're, they if they show emotions, that might indicate that they might be like a psycho, a psychopath. Death Note is no, what you're describing. <laughs> yes, a, a psychopath. That's that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, oh my I'll, god, I've all I I like. It's now, guys. I, I forgot to mention this. This is really funny. It is now like on the table. Like it is something that we have discussed and decided to potentially do. There may be the possibility of me showing my mother Death Note. Oh, Whoa. Whoa. are we gonna are we gonna do a Kira's Kingdom reunion episode where we talk about your mom's experience? <laughs> Death Note you, experience. Or can we get your mom on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know about that. Watch it for like five. Yo, O'Reilly, I don't want to watch this shit. I'm dead serious. If you want my mom to watch Death Note and then come on the podcast, that can happen. Like if you if you really want that, that's it's on the table. None of us are there. It's my mom and Debbie's mom (laughs) (laughs) talking about Death Note. Like a like a fucking like mom's book club. <laughs> I will never tell my mother about any of the podcasts I t- I do. You don't have to tell her about the podcast you do. You just have to tell her to watch Death Note and then tell her to discuss it with two, no, uh, you know, women. No, 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 you don't understand. Uh, she's one of those like old school fucking conservative Christians, and she sees fucking Ryuk for the first time. She's like, "This has a this has demons and devils and stuff in it." <laughs> fucking Honey, based. I, I want. I, I want to talk. This. This I don't fun. like this. This is. This goes against the teaching of Christ. I. I don't want to watch this. This makes me uncomfortable. This is devil stuff. You know. I like. I like explains. I explained like the premise of Death Note to my mother, and she seemed like like tentatively interested, at least enough to maybe watch it with me one day. Uh, when I talked to my mom and my stepfather about Death Note, they were like genuinely intrigued uh, when I was reading it, and like they wanted to read it too, but it, it never really happened. But we could, to- I could totally get uh, my mom to watch the anime and then do a podcast about it. I would love to do a Kira's Kingdom reunion episode and have the guest be your mom. I, I'm totally down to do that. <laughs> Just give this show some time, you know, let it die for a little bit. So well, can... I mean, let, let it die until we start Kira's Kingdom of the Resurrection on Mo's Patreon and talk about the drama. Oh, is that actually going to happen? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, are you dead serious? Yes, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. going to be a co-host what? on it. <laughs> no, I'm not. The fuck? Yes, you are. 
you have and you well, will. I get I get paid for thirty percent of the profits then from the one episode. Thirty percent of the like one dollar above most gonna make yeah. on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna patron like Harry Otter? Maybe that's it. <laughs> Maybe I, I think if we don't fuck if we don't uh, fuck around and neglect it, I think we can make a good few bucks out of this Patreon. I think this Patreon is just gonna get like sympathy patrons. That's fine. That's all. All fucking. Now it's beneficial really- for us to spread the narrative that Mo lives in a box because then people will patron him. I'm, I'm a trans woman <laughs> with no parental support who needs HRT. Please subscribe to this Death Note podcast Patreon. Uh, I'm, gonna, oh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start the issue crew Patreon, and I'm gonna constantly joke and say one fifth of the profits will go towards Demi Gloom's transitioning surgery. So remember that, folks. <laughs> you have to donate if you care about the transgender movement this is true <laughs> hey man i'll take any money i can get for my surgeries i need that vocal feminization surgery so i, I don't have to talk like this anymore i, I don't ever want to sound like that again I remember, like i know you were like actually voice training but it just kind of came out of nowhere one day that you joined a voice call with me and you were like doing like that voice and I, I wasn't doing you, that voice. I you wasn't, were doing I wasn't that, that voice. That, that voice was exaggerated. No, like, I was you like were doing this. like a I was silly like voice. This. I was doing like this voice, like right here, is what I kind of sounded like, right? I think, yeah, I think, I think I would get used to it eventually, but it it was sprung on me out of nowhere, and I'm like, Demi Gloom, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, am I being pranked? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even Demi Gloom. <laughs> it was a different person the whole time. <laughs> it was um, a cis woman the whole time. God, I love Death Note so much. It's so sad that we're done. Uh, I, I want it to keep going forever. I want Listen, more Death Note. Stranger Things podcast. Uh, Stranger Things? No, is- we're going to talk about another anime. I don't even know if we're going to do that anymore, because Mo definitely wants to have these days for the Mo show. And yeah. if we, if we want to keep him on issue crew, then we better not try to get him for anything else. So Riley, then- me and you should do a Stranger Things podcast. And, or do like a monthly podcast where we re- review the seasons. So gay. The whole point of a podcast about a TV like show idea. is like the whole pot. The whole point of like a podcast about a TV show, like the whole appeal is like it's a watch along, so you could like watch an episode and then listen to the podcast, or like, that's watch the a appeal. season and then listen to a podcast after you see the season. No, it has a it has a, bro- it has a broader appeal because there's plenty of people that have only seen season one of a show too, or only made it up to a certain point in the show. They can listen to the podcast and then it encourages them to watch more of the show. <laughs> that's the point of a watch along too is like i watched like i watched like a bunch of power ranger seasons i had never seen because of like my first exposure to a watch along podcast is a show called morphin grid where they do like they do like a episode by episode of power rangers they've been going for like a long ass time i think they're like all the way up to like mystic force now which is like 13 years into power rangers so and i think they've only been going for like three years so i think they've been keeping pace I really like watch along podcasts and, and Death Note was a very consumable anime to do that with. But now it's over. And I want to do more. But Mo's so invested in this whole Mo show thing. He's, I did say let's do like a take a month off like we planned anyway. And Yeah, that's the plan. We're gonna we were yeah. definitely gonna take a month off either way, but you're talking like it, the month might turn into a forever. <laughs> Well, no, I'll, 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 we can still do podcasts, but maybe you can get like a more permanent co-host, and I'll just jump in occasionally. I'll do, I'll do a reverse demi gloom. 
Yeah, okay, yeah. so so Demi Gloom will become the permanent <laughs> co-host, and Mo will become the guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll occasionally do guest shots on, like, you know, your anime podcast uh, or something. Hello, hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I can commit to, like, an episode a week. I can't do, like, the two episodes a week at fucking, like, 10.30 at night. We only did that for Death Note because it's such a short anime that, like, we could burst through it in a short time and it would be fun. Like, if we did a longer anime, we would go episode by episode. Or we... We could do a shorter anime too. We could consistently or like a really do short animes. anime, you know. We could do like twelve episodes. We could just consistently review twelve episode animes. What twelve episode animes are good? So many twelve episode animes are good. Name like two. Comic Girls, um, fucking Monster Musume. What are either of those? Comic Girls. It's about girls. Is there a twelve right? girl? Is there a twelve episode anime that I've heard of as good? In existence, um, fruits basket is that's what? No, okay, that's not. I have heard episodes. of fruits basket. That's not. That's not twelve episodes. Probably not good. <laughs> it's it is really good. I think it's twenty four. Man, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm starting to get the emotions. Like, whenever I do a finale of a podcast, I guess I've only ever done that once, really, and that was a very emotional night. Um, and this is the emotions are starting here too. It's like, man, this has been a part of my life for so long. For like a month. <laughs> for like a month, yeah. It's, it just, it's, it's felt like such a reality that it's going to be weird for like my Tuesday and Thursday nights to not consist of Kira's Kingdom. Well, I mean, you should just immediately start a solo podcast or a podcast with me or something. Just the whole. <laughs> what podcast are we going to start? I don't fucking know. Hey, hey, I have this really good idea for a podcast. So, like, we watch My Little Pony. <laughs> hey, man, if you if you want to bring back the Brody Initiation podcast to finish season one, and then go from there, we can totally do that. If you want to like go back to doing that show consistently, I'm down. I just I'm gonna get a job soon, so I don't know what my schedule is gonna look like. I'm well, gonna be me. working. You like know the one particular night that is off the limits. <laughs> what is that? Monday, Monday night. Oh. Uh, off oh. of your availability. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm fucking <laughs> stupid. Um, so I'm trying to work mornings. Like, okay. I'm trying to work like seven to noon if I can. So cool. I probably wouldn't even have to really worry about work. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's we'll we'll figure it out. We'll do we'll do something. Well, we'll fill the hole that Kira's Kingdom's gonna leave. You know, the the mega feed's gonna start looking a little barren when Kira's Kingdom disappears. And uh, there might there might be another podcast on the mega feed that's ending soon too. Or no, there's two other podcasts on the mega feed ending soon too. So <laughs> the mega feed's starting to starting to drain. Maybe we should just not put new shows on the mega feed. No, I need to keep it alive. Riley, the Megafeed was live. a bad idea, okay? I will gladly manage the feeds for your other shows like I did with the Deathstream. <laughs> Fucking fantastic show, by the way. Great show. Yeah, so... <laughs> when, Great long-lasting show. Yeah, when's the next Deathstream episode? <laughs> yeah, we, we <laughs> next Tuesday King. night, we ain't got a Kira's Kingdom to do. Let's do some d- the Deathstream. <laughs> <God. laughs> I'll do, I'll I do think- Deathstream if uh we use my cover <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i i think i said all i need to say and it is 12:34 here on my side listen 
I am so hungry and I want to eat so bad. I've been staring at the food. I I have not been able to make it. <laughs> Mo staring at the wings on the table. Why didn't you wings. at any point? Why didn't you at any point where while like Demi Gloom and Ferris were like talking shit, just like mute yourself and march on a sandwich? I don't do that. I hate fucking doing that shit. Cause like then any second now you'll fucking call on me and I'm like, and so like, I do, I just don't eat during a podcast. Well, you see, I don't know how Demi Gloom and Ferris handle things, but like, I try not to call on people when they're muted. That's usually how I handle it. Cause usually, usually when I'm muted on largest issue, that means I've left the room. So I don't, I don't, I don't call on people when they're muted because I kind of assume the same thing for everybody else. But uh, yeah, this, this it's over. It's the end of Kira's Kingdom, folks. Uh, thank you all for coming on the ride. Uh, you know, uh, Kira's Kingdom might have a future, like the Patreon show, perhaps. Uh, but this is the end of Kira's Kingdom. Forty episodes. We made a podcast beginning to end, and now Ferris is posting pictures of their dog, and he's a very good boy. In recording chat? In general chat, in the the bar, yes. Oh, sweet. It's a girl. All dogs are good boys. You misgendered the dog. (laughs) You owe the dog 25 (laughs) cents. Yes, another 75 cents to the dog. PayPal the dog. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right folks this is the end of Kira's kingdom now, now debbie gloom's already done her plugs because we were going to kick her out but then we didn't uh, i did my plugs said- at the beginning of the show as a joke because i thought you were going to tell me to shut the fuck up and then you didn't <laughs> no all right mo where can our listeners find you our listeners can find me at twitter.com forward slash mo side gaming 42 where i am currently nearing the end of a, a vacation from Twitter, so to speak. We'll just call it that. Uh, you can check out my pin tweet with all my stuff in there. And and yeah, twitch.tv slash modiggity. Trying to get to a thousand followers. Come follow me there. Let's fucking go. Yeah, go listen to the Mo show. The show that's replacing me and his heart. <laughs> oh, show, oh, like I'm replacing you. I'm replacing you from in my heart with me. He's, he's yeah. Mo is Mo is phasing out working with me in order to work with himself. <laughs> yeah, and and by phasing him out, I mean I've only done one episode of the Mo Show without him so far. So yeah, so much for phasing out. That's true, but it's not like I'm like a- actively pursued for it. It's just a call-in show with an open call that I happen to hop into. <laughs> yeah, right at the beginning, and you want to discuss stuff that we're talking about. Totally not a co-host role at all. <laughs> yeah, of course not. All right. <laughs> totally. Uh, <laughs> it's the reboot of the MoCast. <laughs> no, According no, to no. ASE Riley. <laughs> that was a really funny misunderstanding. ASE Riley's like, oh yeah. Like to Robin, like, oh yeah, it's the theme song for the Mo show, the reboot of the MoCast. <laughs> like, oh shit. I, I and and I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that was that was my fuck up. I I didn't even think to talk about it. And by not thinking about talking about it, this is what happens. People think I'm like destroying one podcast and starring another. It's like, is, no, the, no. Is, is the editor almost done with the MoCast? How long does this guy take? Uh, we recorded no, it like no, no. six days ago. No, we uh, recorded that just a few days ago. We recorded on Sunday. So it, it is six days ago as of now because it is currently Saturday because it's past midnight. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, uh, he just got back to me earlier today. We should have it done by Monday. Okay, cool. 
So in theory, if we do the mocast on schedule, we'll have like one episode backlogged, like at all times. Yeah, if we do, if we do. Which, of course, we're going to do the mocast tomorrow, right, Mo? <laughs> right, Mo? Uh, no, it's Saturday. Yeah, today is Saturday. Tomorrow is Sunday. Well, we'll talk about it after the show. Okay. <laughs> you can find me, folks. You're already there. It's the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. Maybe, maybe for not too much longer, that will be the central place. Uh, but for now, it is. Uh, you can check out all sorts of cool podcasts there, uh, new and old. Um, and the links in the description of the podcast have everything else that I do. Uh, so you can check all the other shit out there as well. All right, boys. It's been fun. This is the final Kira's Kingdom. Uh, it's, it's been a good run. Uh, I have been Riley. And I have been Mo. Well, near. Looks like <laughs> I win. <laughs>